Let's get started. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Do not attempt to adjust your down. I'm transmitting live. Yo, let's get down to business. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Right. the underground world, every street and world. You may learn something. Now listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience with Chico, Simon, Kamar, and your host, Matt Floyd. Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. My name is Matt Floyd. How do I do this? My name is Matt Floyd, joined as always by Kamar. However you like to do it. Welcome to the party. That is your name. <laughs> and Simon. What is going on? Jesus, I had like a fucking aneurysm there. Uh, what we do here is very simple. The three of us will listen to every episode of the Joe Rogan Experience this week. We're going to rate each episode as well as the week on a scale of one to five Jamie Vernons. We're then going to talk about each guest, the talking points, give our opinions, this, that, and the next. Uh, but first order of business is for Kamar to go over the new patrons, if there are any. Hello, new listeners, old listeners. Like, yeah, a lot of pushback from the mandate I tried to impose last week. So uh, I just want everyone to know. I'm removing the mandate. You can join the Patreon of free will. That being said, uh, big shout out to Michael Joseph, all the way from Scotland, you fucking bastard. Oh, Mike, yes. That he was the one that the yeah. worst accent ever. <laughs> I know, and I worked on it all week. I wasn't a Scot. I worked on that? Cheap fucking bastard. No, you that's know, not even what? close. That's like some fucking American accent. Baby back, baby back. <laughs> <laughs> Scottish is a more uh, yeah, sorry. McDonald's McDonald's there, that's so, a little better have yourself some haggis Michael you. Joseph yeah we okay, couldn't we're, we're getting there <laughs> it's never gonna be there anyways there. thank Mine you so much and thank you so much to all the thank Patreons you. I love you guys Michael work Joseph I won't even try and butcher your I only sleep at night language. because of the Patreons does anyone have an answer to this is there a limit to Patreon like how many Patreons you could have no I know there's no limit to that I meant to the amount of content because he, I'm pretty sure he was like, yeah, there's a hundred episodes in total. And I was like, there should be more than that. But maybe I'm oh, wrong. Oh, you're thinking that the early stuff, the really amazing stuff we did on Patreon is being. Oh, I just want to make sure that you can go back and access everything. The That'd early stuff, the really amazing stuff. Yeah. There's some amazing content on there. Uh, Someone point out 141 is the best post show ever. 141.1, yeah. 141.1, yeah. and I have no idea what they're talking about. I've been listening to this Bigfoot podcast, like I told you guys, pretty religiously. And um, they keep quoting this, like, or not quoting, but talking about this episode with these two brothers. So I was finally like, oh, I got to listen to this episode with the two brothers, episode 494. Um, so I go to find out what the episode was on Reddit, 494, and the guy's like, or it was 297, and the dude was like, yeah, and 494 is amazing too. Check that one out. Like, not to me, to the Reddit board. Um, so I went to find those two, and they both weren't in existence because they're members only. Um, paywall. Oh. Paywall. And that's so where you paywall. pump the brakes. Well, I have to make a big decision now. I've never... Uh, have you, You've never gone on to OnlyFans never, or anything like that? OnlyFans, no. I've never paid extra content for, like, extra content. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I have. So, well, we know you have. You bought fucking Hotep <coughs> Jesus's book. <coughs> yeah, that's a horrible example, but I've also been sucked into some OnlyFans. And, um, yeah, and the like. But never, I've never. I mean, it feels like a tough Our trap. Patreon it feels like a tough Patreon trap. For a second. Here's my question, though. Like, porn's free. Yeah. 
but I'll watch an interview for an hour on like No Jumper with yeah. this girl gotcha. and okay. I just get sucked in. Kamar, Kamar, I don't know if you know this, but you probably do. He loves the realism of it. Like yes. Vine was Kamar's favorite because yes. there you were seeing like yes. girls who were, you know, it was, R-A-W. It was almost porn. Not quite. In but it was time. enough for Kamar to jerk off to. It was real yeah. and raw. Yeah. It was real and raw. It's my affliction. <laughs> it's okay, man. So, Kamar, how was your week? Uh, slow week because this is my uh, first uh, week of my self-imposed lockdown. Uh, waiting to uh, get the next shot, you know. But why are you self-imposed? I don't get it. You have to have two shots to go anywhere. So you're not going to work or anything? Oh, I get it. No, you're going to work. No, you can go to work. I go to Walmart. I can go to steal place, but any... Concert. So, first of all, football it's, game. it's not a self-imposed lockdown. They're making you. Had, I, had I got uh, the shots earlier, I would be like the cool kids. Going, I, so. I will say this, though. Self-imposed. <laughs> like the cool kids. Yeah, um, for sure. <coughs> I was under the impression, not to say I'm, I'm for it, but I was under the impression that um, you needed this passport to go anywhere. No, it's just anywhere you're going to go. <laughs> yes, now. Stores are, yeah. That's just, what I'm saying. If, if it's, it's not a health measure. It's completely de- force people to get vaccinated well it's not a health measure anyway because employees don't have to get vaccinated exactly so well it is a health measure and the employee is not getting vaccinated it is uh, okay fine it's, it's a health a, measure what he's saying is poll in the, sure you know, they had a hot mic on the israeli uh health minister who's saying this is just sheerly <laughs> to get people vaccinated there's it's not changing anything and we only want people who are vaccinated in a place that's not going to make a change fair enough fair enough my point was simply I had my initial assumption of this fucking vaccine passport was that you weren't going to be allowed to like go grocery shopping or anything like that without. Well, that that would be too far. You can. Yes, I, I think it's too far already, but that would be just ridiculous. There are, believe it or not, as to Joe's dismay, even we have certain things in our. I yes, we do have a constitution. a constitution. We do have whatever, human rights. Where, yeah, they can't just yeah. blatantly trample over. So all rights. that being said is I've been at home a lot. But on Friday, I was scootering home right by um, uh, Gladstone and Somerset, right by the skate park. Yeah, Charlie. And, and as I'm going, this guy just pulls right out, and I have to swerve, and it was a big curb. And I think I sort of panicked and grabbed the brake and just went... Ass over tea kettle. Ass over tea kettle. So much so that all the skaters like, whoa! And I found something about myself. I um, I don't like attention like that. Yeah, that's called bad attention. Like I, I picked up the scooter and ran off. Like, <laughs> like I didn't, I didn't, I, I didn't go. Hey, buddy, look where you're going. I, I, I was humiliated and just sort of wanted to vacate the scene. Dude, when I lived in Montreal, I lived at the top of. It was a one block hill. Like one block this way, but it was steep as fuck. And I yes. always like, I always looked Montreal at it. Hilly. I always looked at it and was like, because I didn't really skate at the time, but I had a skateboard. <clears throat> and one day I was like, you know what? I got to go to the store. I'm going to take my board. And I got on like, not even at the top, like three quarters of the way down, did a few power slides, like to check my speed. And dude, then I was just like, fuck this. I got this. Like I used to skate and I started, dude, by the time I got to the bottom, I was going Mach 10 and it just goes into a, like a straight <laughs> T, the street. I had to gazelle off. I ate shit so hard. And like people. Oh dude, like four girls came up. It was like in the, in the movies where you wake up and like you look up oh, and there's no. like four heads above you. Yeah. There was like all these girls above me. Like, are you okay? Oh my God. And I was like, 
Like that's you, I was like, right? I was like, I have to pick up my shit and run away want, from here. You don't want the pity. That's you don't want how Matt met Mary. No, no, no. way! Wow, no, that's not how I met Mary. Anyway, slow week, a bit of painting and stuff and whatnot. But actually, uh, I'm painting right beside the Governor General's uh, estate. And you know that guy tried to break in because I guess Trudeau was living there, went in with a gun. Okay, and it's got all this new security and like. Some guy sitting in a box in the middle of, you know how big it is. Sniper's right? nest, yeah. Whatever. I just wanted, like, it's the easiest job you could possibly imagine just sitting there on Twitter or whatever. But yeah, slow week for me. What can you say? Simon, how was your week, sir? Uh, my week was okay, Matt. I got a couple of things I'd like to discuss with y'all. Um, now, what? I just have a question for you. Yeah. The way the show is supposed to go. Now, this is, it's your show too, so you can do whatever the fuck you want with your time, but... The way I always saw it was you did a how's your week. Yeah. And then we just got into the show. Okay. And then all these points that you have, when Kamar during the post show says, do you guys have anything to talk about? That is your cue then. He's so mad at me. No, no I like, no, I like where you're going with this, Matt. I well, I was just I, saying is the post show is, the post show is supposed to be the time where we talk non-Joe stuff and bring up all of our qualms. It's that Now, keep in mind, it's your time. So if you want to, if you want to, what grinds your gears, my week was, yeah. And I'm then you said, I have a few things I want to discuss with you guys, about, which let, okay, that's how my week listen, was. I, I jump. I said right off the jump, I'm not trying to judge. You can, it's mm, your time. Sounded pretty You're telling judgy. me that my post Joe material is really weak and it'd be better if Simon could have some. No, I'm saying that you asked for I mean, that. It up. I agree with there it is. There it is. I, I see what you're doing. I like, I like that. But Passive aggressive. Do you want to talk about I misunderstood? Could, I Here think we go. I could do both. <laughs> Um, How was your week, Simon? My week was okay, Matt. Thanks for asking. Um, somebody invited me to go hunting, which is interesting. Family member? They don't know you very well. Um, not a family member, but like somebody I've known for a really long time. Or <coughs> now lives back around. Friend town. of the family? Hunting for? For. Yeah. yeah. We've always said this is an opportunity. Yeah, so I, um, I'm really at kind of a crossroads as to what I should do. Wait, you didn't just say yes off the jump? No, I said, um, that's interesting. Let me... Uh, what is your role? It. You don't have a gun license, right? What is my role? If oh, you were to go hunting. I see. Well, I'd have to get my gun license. I or you just go as an observer. Could go as an observer. They want to sell the meat as kosher. So <laughs> yeah, they need him they there. they need me there. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. That's right. Um, so yeah, so I don't think I'm going to go. Oh, but, next year. Um, I don't know. Just why is it that you aren't going to go because really, of the gun license? Because you seem this no, seems like something. That, it's the way he they hunt. They put out like um, oh, like traps, lines, and yeah, yeah, yeah. feeding things. And Sit and wait. I, I think I want to go on like uh, if I'm going to hunt one day. I think I want to go on like uh, you know stalk your prey. Yeah, I want to go hunt and camp and do the whole. thing. I think you should do it. How are you going to, but like, let's say it's like a weekend thing. How are you going to not smoke weed for a whole weekend? Well, you can't smoke weed when you hunt? I don't believe you can. No, why well, can't I don't smoke weed gun. when I hunt? Because of the smell? Well, okay, fine. I'll take like edibles or something. Okay. Although I'm sure I can. Guys, the worst hunter in the world is just up in a tree wow. stand high out of his sober. I think I'm going to smoke weed. Simon would be the worst hunter sober. What the fuck? There's no deer. We've been here for fucking two hours. I can get one of those smoke buddies. Have you ever seen those things? You like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For like the dorm rooms and shit. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we used to do them back when we were kids with Yeah, we made them with bounty, bounty, and toilet paper. Is that Ontario or Quebec? 
where you would be hunting, I believe he's asking. Oh, it's Ontario. It's just outside. Is it, of, uh, I, I guess the gun license thing is federal. Like, it's not like you have to do it in Quebec or Ontario. No, I don't know. I think it might be. I, I don't. I, I don't know. This is opening a whole new thing. Oh, a gun done. license. Gun that, license. That might I be, believe a hunting is permit federal. though might be yeah. provincial. You get a tag or whatever. Yes. Yeah. Uh, as you can it. tell, we know jack shit about this. You've done a lot of research. You okay, Simon? You? Oh no, he's got something. Yeah. Oh, the other thing was, yeah. So what's grinding my gears, and I was telling Matt a little bit about it last night because we watched the fights, but I saw like the most interesting news story this week. I'm sitting there, I'm reading it, and I realized like, (laughs) I can't trust this. I can't trust anything anymore. We're lost. Yeah. No, but... Is it because of the source? I liked it better. It was just because... No, it had nothing to do with the source. He just meant like in general now... In general. You cannot take in any any info. Not the day of. Not the day of, yeah. But I liked it way better years ago when I just blindly believed Mm -hmm. things. I think that was just... Ignorance is bliss. Yeah, I was easy... It was much easier to, to, you know, just get lost in the story. Yeah, anyways. What was the news story? Oh, I can't tell you. Because oh. I don't know if it's true. So yeah, want to spread yeah. Yeah. I don't want to spread Respect misinformation, that. exactly. Try not to exactly. get a shadow ban. So what grinds your gears that all information coming in is... That grinds my gears, but what really grinds my gears is these commercials during Joe. And I don't mind. Like, I get it. I'm getting the thing for free on Spotify. I'm not paying their... Sp- yeah, like Matt, I'm living. Matt, I would be enraged. I would. I love you. I would burn Spotify down. I would have to make a trip to Sweden just to burn down their complex. But if you're paying for it's Spotify, it's not the ads. ad that bothers me. It's the placement of the ads is so ridiculous. This week, Joe was like in the middle of saying something pretty poignant, which really doesn't happen very often anymore. And it was like mid sentence. This is the problem too. I'm fairly certain that Joe said back in the day. Actually, I have a few problems now that, you're, now that we're talking about this. He does not this. like interruptions. I also want to know, do non do ads that we don't put in play on Spotify during our show? Do ads and if so, where is our fucking check? That'd be the same thing where I believe if you don't pay for YouTube premium, if you watch a show, I'm sure ads pop up on it. That's correct. Yeah, I think that would be the same thing. So I think yet the answer to the question and, 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 is, and we're being wronged in both yes, situations. Well, I mean, wronged, you're... Hold on, here's the difference. You don't pay Spotify to load your content onto their platform. Doesn't matter. Our content, everyone's content drives their platform. So that's a moot point. I know, but again, it's that same old argument. Like, it's the same for YouTube. The content drives the platform. They still make the rules. You know what I mean? But everyone, but as long as you have a thousand subscribers, you can get, you can have ads run. There's no like... You can receive... Uh, income from ads running. Yes. I think ads run without... Well, fine, but you know what I mean, yes. Oh, so you're just angry that you're not getting your whatever... I'm mad that we are... I'm, I, I'm not saying We're not being able to dip our beak. Sorry? We're not being able to dip our beak. Yeah, no, 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 I, I understand. I just, I think, yeah, you're, you're running into that same... Which is very um, fitting because we're talking all about terms and conditions this week, so... Terms and conditions is means more than ever now. And uh, yeah, that that's uh, I mean that's pretty much it, man. Matt, I'll save the rest of it for uh, Kamara's post Joe. for the PJ. How's your rig, Matt? Um, it was nothing. There was nothing. Literally, 
Same as every other week. Just that's fucking, what I like to hear. Just a black void leaking into the next. One day that's all well, going to change. I will talk about something for Matt then, because oh. last night we watched the fights. He had a ticket. This crazy, like... Of the fights? Yeah. I had a Hail Mary six-leg parlay. It like a makes, very, very specific... It makes watching the fights so much more fun. That was $5, too. And I'll tell you, Matt, it yeah. would make a normal fight, even when there are no bangers... Yeah. A lot of fun. That's how gambling works, Simon. You bet on anything you're invested in. But Simon, this is what I want. I don't like your fucking condescending <laughs> attitude, assholes. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? No, no. But Simon, this is what I was going to say is like, we should like, that was a $5 bet. You know what I mean? If you come over for the, for the fights on a Saturday, you should put $25 on, on in your account and just play around with some well, bullshit. No, I'm like, definitely going to do that on what's yeah. it called? Bet DSI? Yes, bet DSI, yes. But look at him go. This guy, right. it's like he's, he's a, a fucking professional. goddamn podcasting professional. Like you, you bet like knockout first round, uh, submission this Not fight. Cra- no, so it was I, some like pretty that. crazy uh, bets. I had Dan Hooker to win by by Hooker. decision, which happened. I had Mersap Devashli to win inside distance, which happened. Then I got fucked because I picked Andrade to win by decision. I should have just picked her to fucking starch that chick. Oh, yeah. she's She's got the look. Yeah. Either way, the, the whole ticket fell apart because then I had Diaz to win, which didn't happen. I had Shevchenko. Was there an option Diaz to give up? <laughs> no, that one didn't. Uh, I mean, maybe weird. there was. <laughs> to take a knee and then just decide I'm good. I'm good. I got us. I have to say, though, last night, two fight of the year candidates. Without a doubt in my Ortega. mind. Or, or the Ortega-Volkanovsky fight, of course. But the prelim fight between Marlon Morales Marias, and Mursab Devashli. Dude, that was, fight was crazy. It was the wildest barn burner. Like, we watched a he man. He should have lost it. He ended up winning. We watched a man get killed on his feet. Th- yeah, like, yeah, three yeah, or four yeah, times. We watched him rise from the dead where he was and then come back and he's such a weird little dude too. Yeah. like this the weird little Georgian, leprechaun, Georgian leprechaun wild like. racist. Anyway, that was that's that, racist. No, we were saying Georgia, the flag sort of has sort of iron oh. cross. <laughs> um, no, it's like the Swedish flag. No, no, no. With, it crosses. No, no. It looks like sorry. The, the it Norway looks like the flag, English flag. The English flag with, with tiny little four other English, English flags, flags in it. Them, yeah, but it's part of Russia. I don't get the Iron Cross. <laughs> well, that's that's what uh, the crew I watched the fight with. That's what we got out of it. Interesting. It were you way. watching it with your Ku Klux Klan crew? We were. Yeah. No hoods. Did you wear no? No hoods. No hoods. It's hot. It's it was hot. a hoodless yeah. evening. Hoodless evening. Interesting. All right, well, we're going to do what we normally do here, which is, uh, you want to run down the guest list for us quickly? Come on, so we can race this bad boy. Uh, First, we start off with Foxy Noxy, 1709, Amanda Knox. This one was out of fucking total left field. Life after behind bars, followed by... I, I, I think we life after life behind after bars. Life after <laughs> behind bars. We needed this uh, 1710, Colin Holback, creator of uh, Into the Storm. Yeah, oh my God, yeah. I a forgot this guy late, was... A month too late, as Matt A said. month, seven months. Finish off 1711, Patrick Bet David. I'm very interested to hear what you guys thought of this one. Well, I already listened to his podcast. <clears throat> you listened to it already? No, no. I Pat Patrick Bet David, I listened to his podcast. You listened to it? Yes. Yes, so you know who he is. I, I knew, and I knew exactly what was going to go on in this podcast. Well, well when we get to it... Well, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll get, get to it. it. No big deal. No big deal. Um, all right, well, let's rate the week. I feel like Simon's just ready to go. He looks like he's got I'm a number. Certainly not ready. No, I, I was wrong. I haven't even thought about it yet. Simon has zero thought. I give, I give it a two and a half. 
Um, I, I, and I thought it was going to be a lot better. You know what? I'll agree. I'll. Uh, it's tough. I'll give it a two and a half. I'm going to agree with Kamar. We have, we have almost once agreement. in a blue moon. In no specific order, my three numbers are four. Yeah. Two. Mm-hmm. And one and a half. Two and a half. So seven and a half divided by three. Two and a half. Is it two and a half? No, I'm he just, just trying to cut the little man. That. I don't actually do it. What it was it? What was it? It about? is two and a half. Quarters? Think about it. Three okay, quarters is seven know. and a half. I we know. have an a. We have an agreement. It'd be better if I could could have caught it at the middle where I was like, ah. we have an a, and then it just said agreement. That Everything you do is magic. All right. Well, uh, let's get into the first guest, shall we, gentlemen? Uh, mm, that seems um, what dirty, getting into dirty her? somehow. Yeah. Only because it's her. Dirty little Amanda well, Knox. Foxy Noxy. 1709, Amanda Knox. Now, have you guys seen the Netflix well, documentary? In, in, I had. Okay. And in honor of this podcast, I went back and rewatched the documentary. So no I way, really? Very fresh. Wow. It's a very what good is going on too. with Madame Noxie. Because Foxy. when it happened, it was social media wasn't what it is today. So it was sort of broken. This was one of those information that came out. <laughs> first. Um, like television trials, um, big media trials. Like, I'm pretty sure OJ. OJ. Oh, I said okay. it was one of the first. What year was this though? I thought this was in the 2000s. Mr. Fresh. Yeah, I thought this was fresh. I don't know right when it was. I'm sorry. Okay. Because I thought I, it was like within the last like 10 years. I I, I, I sort of agree with Simon that it, it was not one of the first trial, but it, it, the, the key was its trial by media. Yeah. That way too much information gets out and way too many people make decisions. 2007. Yeah, so w- way so. before the social media explosion. So it was sheerly... Well, way before, like three years before the social media No, no, two, right? um, well... Uh, 2010, wasn't that? Uh, 2006 is when Facebook was released. Mm-hmm. So before that, it was like MySpace. Right, it doesn't matter. But you're, you are correct. Before the boom, there was no boom before Anyways, like... Anyways, it was one of those big trials. We were getting information from a newspaper or news. Yeah. And just that limit. There's no Twitter behind the scenes or anything else like that at yeah. the time. And I am probably guilty of thinking at first she did it the way it was portrayed in the media. Absolutely. But I mean, after watching that documentary and just kind of getting a sense. Um, hold on. Though, hold on. I want to back up. Forget the media portrayal. I saw like just the videos of her like hugging and kissing that dude after her roommate died. Forget how the media portrayed it. That video alone to me a little bit damning. Just I'm um, that's all I'm saying. So you're in the Malcolm Gladwell. Yeah, it's school. it's damning of her being like just a stupid kid. I don't think it's I, damning of her being a fucking murderer. Hold on, you I have didn't no evidence before you just like you got a feel. Listen, everyone has a feeling. Mm-hmm. Everyone gets a fucking, you know, you, I, everyone has that. Do you think she's guilty and no. got off? No. Oh. No, 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 no. My point was simply that we all make knee-jerk reactions. Mm-hmm. And that without Emotion. without any context, just seeing that. Now again, I think everyone deals with uh, I think everyone deals with stress and um, shock differently, right? So you can't like how you would deal with it. That whole case, though, it's it's crazy because exactly what he's saying. The whole case is based around that, and this detectives or prosecutors like 
he said, I think she's guilty because oh, yeah. well, I mean I get a bad feeling from her. They get a her. gut feeling and, and they would not search let for it the go. evidence yeah. to uh, match up with that. But that's like that's older than time in memoriam as far as police that's what they is have, concerned. That's what they have to do is try to get a gut feeling and go with it. But and then, I'm sure that works sometimes if you're like Sherlock Holmes, but you know. I honestly I bet it's less than fifty fifty. Slight. With all the wrongly accused we've seen for issue. sure. Took Joe long enough, I know I've said this before, to finally, like, I, I assume he's doing something with the um, Innocence Project now. I don't know, after the last podcast this week, you never know, Joe might just be on his own. He might just cut a few checks here and there. And no, no, he said he was having him back on, they're going to sp- discuss a specific case, so obviously to it. Joe is uh, doing like a Kim Kardashian, you know, where you put your money behind, like... Oh, we'll see somebody getting free and because a lot of the time it's um you get stuck in le- legislation and you, you know what i mean i think if you have cash just like anything else it pushes things to the front of the line it could be wrong, or it brings attention to it, it brings attention to what it. else happens that week in the news cycle though do we wash it on the bridge yeah, I don't know if it's about so much about getting it in the news cycle. I think just, I don't know. I, I feel like money pushes everything through. I thought it was interesting, and I was probably guilty as Joe when he asked if um, the Italian media is really into, like, sense what, what are you, nuts? Paparazzi is an yeah. Italian word. Is like, oh, yeah. Sort of get, you got served by Amanda there. Um, then I found, I thought this podcast should have just been about her experience and stuff like that. And no extracurricular, like, Biden bashing, COVID talk. It just seemed, like, um, unnecessary. It's impossible now, though. Like, everybody wants to Two have cents. their time on Rogan, you know? Yeah, but she didn't get her time. He pretty much, it felt to me like he was just telling her his COVID stance. Which is also a weird flex, because it's like, dude, you're the most popular, like, you're in the news all the time. You don't even have to be a listener at this point to know. I just, right? I just don't know the timeline and how he. I mean, maybe she doesn't listen to podcasts, so he thinks everyone is brand new. So maybe you should know. This is my stance on on a couple things. Mm-hmm. But they were talking about the bats and stuff, which is it is pretty crazy that there's caves with forty million bats in them. And as we know, ecosystems we need the bats probably more than we need humans. Dude, I bet bats look at cities and are like, can you believe there's like 20 million of these assholes here? all these people. Bats are disgusting, man. I hate them. Yes, they are rats with wings. Flying little fucking rodents. Do you think uh, hourly wage is a problem here? What do you mean by that? Well, just prices for things have gone up. You know what I mean? Like a pack of cigarettes is like $15, $20 now. That has nothing. That has nothing to do with wages, unfortunately. He just means it. Big Macs have gone up. Everything's gone up. Wages have not gone up. But I think wages have gone up. But they should be about twenty dollars an hour for almost a remedial job, fifteen to twenty, at this point, right? Listen, according to inflation, never have a good job. According to inflation, and I know you're a small business owner, so just let me finish. According to inflation, minimum wage should be somewhere in the range of twenty-two to twenty-five dollars. I understand. That as a small business owner, you're like, that's just not fucking possible, right? I mean, most of the time, it's not possible. Yeah, I look, I... I I mean, the problem is this. This is how I see it. Like, can you really, like, 
Does a 16-year-old living with his parents who has absolutely no um, work experience deserve $25 an hour? I, I think we can all kind of agree that, like, the answer there is probably no. So that's one of my problems with, like, setting a minimum wage. I will admit that now. But at the same time, I think, like, you, you can't... If you look at the numbers of corporate theft, as in, like, not paying overtime... Um, forced Stealing overtime tips, like tip yeah Bravo, like whatever. like mario balotelli it's that's not the guy's name is it um yeah, it doesn't uh what you're talking about. the point is is it's it's staggering like it's trillions of dollars a year in the states alone so you know people need to be protected in some sort of way although that's what unions used to be and but they've demonized the you shit have that battle of people who want the wage and the people like we can't afford that wage I mean, listen, it's imagine not, it's not a, everyone's like, this is how it's got to be. Look, for sure, there are times where the person who owns the business is saying, I can't do that. And then they're like driving their fucking Ferraris around and stuff. And then there are times where the owners of those business just can't do that. It's, it's not margin. so cut and dry yeah, all no, the time. No, I get it. And so when when you do have, like Matt said, where you're forced into paying like, because it's not so much um, paying people that minimum wage, it's that it then throws, like, if you have, it just throws everything out of Absolutely. skew, right? And and it could really be detrimental to certain businesses out there who are just getting by, especially now, It right? Like, after COVID, a lot of these restaurants and stuff are coming back just on the brink of existence, yeah, I mean, I, it, it's a double-edged sword, man. Like, I just—I I mean, restaurants is a... restaurants is a weird one because they pay less than minimum wage. Yeah, I know. Like, server minimum wage is lower, correct? So I'm just saying. So forget restaurants. I, I, no, then. but you are right. They have razor thin margins, so an increase in 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 wages can. It has to come from the federal government. No, what subsidies? It have to be like the Bernie tax or tax to rich or whatever. You know when there's a CEO that makes 500 times. Well, because here's the real employee. problem. The like real problem is that has that's to come to the real problem. The real problem is like you can't tell. Like the problem is McDonald's being like, "What you want us to pay these people?" It's like actually considering what you guys make in a year. Yeah, we would like. Well, that's exactly it, and it should be based on some sort of, I guess, equation as to how much you make and how many people you employ, and because those are the problems, right? It's not the mom and pop shops; it's the Amazons who are making a bagillion dollars a year and paying their employees nothing and treating them horribly, and right, like yeah. Bottom line: I think we all agree people are not getting paid enough, but it's not that easy to fix. I mean, listen, when you when you find out what the average U.S. family lives on in a year, it, it doesn't even make sense. Like, I can't I can't I can't mentally crunch those numbers like nineteen thousand dollars a year. Imagine I, imagine supporting a family on that. Is, it's impossible. We're trying to get ahead. Like you well, getting ahead is that. that's impossible. Well, you just end up in debt. That's the. And that's where, you know, and again, and if you look at like the history of predatory lending in the States, it's out of fucking control. Not only in the States. Like, well, yeah, okay, but that I, happens here too. Oh, of course. But I'm, we're talking about in the, the scope of the States right now. Yeah, of course. Anything, when I say the States, anything that happens there happens here. We're not, you know, we're not above anything that goes on down there. It's just a little bit different in certain aspects. Yeah. And, and then like, there are just so many things we accept, um, 
the Mandates. rates on credit cards, the whatever, right? I mean, you just the problem is that we, when we made corporations people, like, th- think about it. You as the um, as the consumer have to sign so many contracts that are written by corporate lawyers, like just to use a sim. Like, think about just to use iTunes. You have to sign a terms, massive doc, fucking huge yeah. document that's written by a massive legal team. We're gonna talk all about that in the next episode. Okay, sorry, so. but I just but my point is like. It's the same way. Like if a plumber comes over, he's gonna ha- he's gonna hand you a contract that you have to sign. Imagine if like you signed you handed him a contract, he'd be like, "I'm not fucking signing that." What are you talking about? And it's a weird. No, I mean I work in the trades. There are contracts. Well, it's like when. Uh, but it, do they give you a contract? Never. It's always you giving them a contract that they have to sign. On the phone where they tell me that they're recording a conversation, I tell them, "Well, just so you know, I'm already recording <laughs> this conversation." So. But you're not. You're just bluffing. Oh, I'm fucking bluffing. <laughs> Strong bluff. Uh, back to Menonox. So she spent four years in jail. It's crazy. One year before she even knew anything was happening. And she got no compensation. Yeah, that's fucked. Does that make sense? No, that doesn't make any sense. I feel like maybe there are um, law uh, lawsuits going on right now that she couldn't talk about. Just maybe. keep it a little, little back. There you go. You think she's suing who? The Italian government? I would hope so. Like, that's ridiculous. Come on. You don't lose four years of your life in, uh, obviously, especially to a prosecutor or the detective who was so clearly um, incompetent. I'm not disagreeing with you that I'm just saying I can't, I can't imagine that would be easy to sue another. Well, you think they'd do some sort of token of good faith, like. We're, we're sorry. This Listen, happened. <laughs> uh, here's some mozzarella. We have some, a uh, little house on the Amalfi some Coast. Spaghetti. Uh, hopefully, you can eat for a year or anything. It, it really seems cold-hearted. Um, I mean, that's the weirdest part about the whole justice system is that when they ruin someone's life, there is rarely, and I don't mean ruin their life like lock them up. I'm talking about like if they accuse someone of murder and drag them through the mud, and maybe they only spend like a month in jail. But then it's like, oh, we cleared you. Or, you know what I mean? Or you went through a terrible you interrogation. You got off, even though you were in here for no reason. Well, and they're just like, what, what do you want? This is how we do the justice system. Like, this is how we get to the bottom of stuff. And it's What's crazy is she is still more notorious than the murderer. Yeah, it's insane. Well, what's crazy is he's out. He, he, he served his term, he's out. But no one even knows who he, like, the it's story crazy that he is did, her. Didn't he do six years and she did four? I believe she said he did 13 years. Okay. Serving. Either way, he did double what she did. It oh, no, sounded like he times. didn't have a good upbringing, though. I mean, that, that doesn't uh, accuse him of committing the crime, but he got arrested the week before, and it really... Maybe she just wants to wash her hands of it, but I, I, I just can't imagine how there's no compensation for her whatsoever, but that's the case she said. Um, then she talked about the... 27000 bucks. That's all she got from the Italian government. Well, that's something. For four I years? Would, no, it's nothing. Like, you know, um, legal cost probably cost in probably. Canada, remember the guy who the fucking Tragically Hip song was written about there? 30-year-old um, Never Kissed a Girl? Yeah, what's that guy's name? David Milgard? Okay, what about him? I don't, is it, uh, he got like millions of dollars from the Canadian government. Dude, Omar Qatar got $10 million. From the that Canadian woman government. in Philly last week got, I think, like, Two million dollars from the city of Philly. So how the fuck is Italy getting off so scot free? Well, again, it's different laws, right? Like the states, Bullshit. the, the states, law legal system. The states, you can sue for anything in any amount. Yeah. Like, don't forget, 
I sued when I was, or someone sued on my behalf when I was young. I got nothing. If I was in the States, I'd be rich. I'd be filthy rich. For your whole coma? <laughs> That's a lot of compassion. <laughs> but I is mean, that what we're talking about? That is what we're talking about. I didn't bring it up. You did. Considering what a raw deal she got, she is in good spirits. And in, in this weird way, Joe sort of says at the end, but I think it's made her who she is. You know what I mean? Had she gone on this Italy trip, fall in love, moved back to America, became a housewife, whatever, she might have grown up to be a Karen. Do you know what I mean? All the circumstances shaped her into a really insightful person who's now trying to do good stuff. So it's almost like it's a good thing that happened. But I mean, she's also got a level of fame from it. And I'm, you know, uh, this, this is what I'm saying. But wait, hold on. She'd be better sec. off not like, to go to jail. If it never happened, for all you know, like you, you're assuming she becomes a Karen. Maybe she comes back here, had a great trip, and writes fucking code that you know makes the it. next program. I I, I'm just saying, you never know because that's one. You of, don't know. That's nothing. one of my criticisms of this podcast. It's not really a criticism, but I wish Joe had asked her sort of what path she thought she was on before this all happened. You know what I mean? It's just, she. it's, it's like when uh, she talks about the um, Polanski victim. She's pissed off that she's defined by that. And she has, said she had the conversation with Rome Polanski, whatever. We yeah, made now she's done with it. Yeah. Now you're using me, like, I don't yeah, every, even want to be part of this. Every five years I get brought up on some bullshit. Like, th th I'm, not, I'm not the woman who got raped by Rome Polanski. I'm a mother, yeah. I do this, or whatever. Like, I just wish uh, he asked sort of where you thought your life was going because obviously everything that's happened after shaped her and put her, now she's a podcaster, right? I mean, we're podcasters. I wouldn't, that's not a high bar. But we're not <laughs> podcasters because we got I get it. wrongfully accused. I get it, I understand. Felt a crusade yeah. and sort of a calling. My it, point it, was more just like you said it as if like she's a podcaster now, as if like that's the highest she's, bar. She's made it. Maybe this is... Who knows? In an alternate universe, she's unhappy. I, I don't know. It just it, it, it's just a weird situation how she's definitely taken lemons and made lemonade. I mean, listen, for someone who got locked up for four years, she seems very... I mean, to me, she deserves a hell of a lot more, man. Like I used to say that, too. I can't believe she didn't get any compensation. That being said, she's... She shouldn't have to do a podcast. She should be being taken care of by the Italian government for the rest of her life. Yeah, well... Hopefully something's in the works that we don't know about. I wonder how much she made from that Netflix documentary. You think she got paid for that? You know, I'm going to find out what she's worth right now. Uh, then she talked about how Malcolm Gladwell um, painted her like. Sorry, what was your question? Just one second. I didn't have a question. Yeah, you said something before I was going to look this up. How much she made from Netflix documentary? Yeah, you don't think she made money from that? I, I just didn't naturally assume she did. Oh, I assume she did. Like. It's like Q in the storm, or do you think that he paid Ron in them? No. Slow down. Slow oh, down. probably we'll Ron got there. paid something, yeah. I oh, I doubt it. I don't think so. But See, that's but my we'll point. Get we'll get there. We'll I get know there. we'll get there. I'm just saying it's a perfect example of like... But what Simon said at the beginning is she's 20 years old. She was too naive to handle the situation, and that's why she may have behaved some way or had conversations that people say, oh, there's no remorse or anything like... Because even in your head, you're 20 years old, and you know you didn't do this. You're like, well, this is all going to get cleared up in two weeks or... In a couple of days, once people realize what's going on. So I think that's what she was a victim of her uh, naivete. I'm not saying if she was older, she'd handle it better. I'm, I mean, that's probably I'm getting a good assumption, a though. Conflicting numbers here. I have a 3.2 million 
I have a five thousand dollars. <laughs> I have. Uh, That's a thanks. For I have out. a five hundred thousand dollars. So, well, that'd I be just, interesting. So she's sure. worth anywhere between five k and half a million. If okay. she's benefited no, from the three point five, if she's oh, benefited wow. from the ordeal, it's not a bad thing. I would say. imagine that through like magazines and this and that and that she probably like, and it's still not enough. But she's probably made some money off of all of this. What I don't understand is when she was talking about how she had a private conversation with the prosecutor and promised not to say what he said. Well, then she pretty much said what he said. I know, but it was not like she signed an NDA or like... No, yeah, she was just... She should throw him under the fucking bus. She does not owe him anything. I mean, that documentary pretty much threw him under the bus. So why why did you say I talked to him, but I promised not to tell? Ah, that just like, tell, girl. Why? I think she's trying to show that she's a bigger person. Well, and she said, he pretty much said what he said in the documentary there, where um, to the effect of if she's innocent, I hope she can forgive the Italian government. And if she's guilty. So this guy obviously still kind of believes that she's fucking guilty. Why would she just come out and said it? Yeah, but I, I also think it's one of those things where like, that's a tough thing to be wrong about. You know what I mean? It's if you're wrong about like the weather or your political beliefs or like, oh man, the guy I picked for prime minister, he really turned out to be a dud. Like those are things that you can be like, ah, you know, ah, got me. It's tough to be like, you murdered someone. I know you murdered yeah, someone. No, I'm going to no. lock you up. Especially in this case, like take like a making a murderer. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that guy, I could see why he, they would put suspicion on him. Amanda Knox, like, was just some fucking girl. But they love the sexual side of it. That they that was just a crazy sex party that got out of something, control. Something, yeah. Because that's salacious. And I, I'm guilty as charged, thought there was something going on, just from the initial reporting with that lack of information. I think I also used to think that she did it before I knew the story. Like I said, that one clip, I was just like, ooh, that seems, she seemed, but like I said, you, you can't judge someone in shock. It's a tough, no. It's a tough to judge someone's character or what's going through their mind while they're in. And I think there was another case that was going on right around the same time. It was an American girl who was like on a cruise with her parents. No, I thought she got like something. lost in Barbados. Or yeah, some she shit. was on a cruise. I don't think it was a cruise though. A thousand percent, she was on Whatever. a cruise. They had stopped at one of the little stops. You know, how they, you stop I understand and dock how a cruise works. Boat. Yeah. Oh my god. So anyways, Kamara, they stop <laughs> at one of the little places where they stop the cruises. They go out into the um, town and she, they think she gets back on the boat. They drive away and she's not back on the boat. She disappears. And there's like all these people who think, you know, she was kidnapped and black market sex rings. Anyways, this was all going on at the same time. I used to get the two things confused. What was that one called? Anyways, I think it was called on. the Black Market Sex Ring Killers. I'm going to fucking... You know what, Matt? How long do you think you feel sorry for yourself when you're in that position? The, the first four years when she does... does it, she's got hope, but... Do you know what I mean? I don't know. Because it's, it's sort of like that thing where uh, if you win the lottery or you break your neck a year later, you, you've got to just get on with it at some point or you, or, or you might as well kill yourself. 
you just stuck in this mire of like, I'm fucked, I'm fucked, I'm But fucked. I don't think she had that. She sounded like she right away got busy in there, right? Like helping people write letters or write whatever. And I think one of the reasons why she said she uh, was able to do that is because she had family throughout the whole, whole ordeal. Mm-hmm. I think it might have been a different story. I should have been way more alone. Cause it's, I think it's, it's also good to have some bartering in prison. Because I can't imagine if that happened here in your own country, but that far abroad, it's just like... It's, it, it really is a testament to her spirit that she came out. And she said one of the things that helped her get through it is making humble goals. As advice, if you're ever in a, in a hard position, you don't know how you're going to get out of it, start small and just uh, keep plugging away. Amy Lynn Bradley, I think, was the girl who disappeared on the cruise ship. Anyways. She, uh, and then in turn, helped herself by helping others. Read it, learning Italian, translating court cases, whatnot. Well, yeah, that's probably how she managed to stay alive in there. Fuck. That's yeah. what I was saying. It's always good to have a bartering chip in prison. Like if you, if everyone needs you and likes you, well, yeah, it's an easier time, right? Your like, bartering chip is your butt. You know, she's a woman, so I think it's a little bit different. I don't I, know if they're going for the butt in there I as much. I meant like, your, yeah, yeah, you I get know, it. Yeah, your body. Try to be of service to others. To help and not yourself. your butt. Well, not your butt. Yeah, there's no uh, there's no dropping the soap showers for her. And the have sex somewhere uncomfortable, clink. where like the backseat of a Volkswagen. <laughs> exactly. Um, she talked about how uh, when she was back, her was it a therapist or her mother wanted to go to the victims conference, and she was like, "I don't want to do this." But it turned out to be the best thing, like because she talked. Yeah, because she, she got the there and right away they right were away, like, "Yeah." You don't have to do anything. Don't worry. You've yeah. been fucked. So sharing experience is very important to anyone who's going through something. If you want to use better help or anything else, like finding other people who look at us dropping in all the fucking sponsors. Well, I think that's like what religion is all about. You're looking for a shared experience, you know? Yeah. But it, I, I meant more like, uh, stressful or meant, you meant like trauma, I think some sort of trauma. Don't mm. keep it yourself. Try to find someone like, I think, she said she was like not looking forward to it and she she almost started crying and it turned out it was like the best thing she could have done. So go think, to the light. I think even without trauma though, like, I don't know. I think everything in life, like that's kind of the beauty of the internet. It opened up the world to be like, oh my God, my weird shit is not like, yes, isn't even anywhere near as weird as some people's weird shit. You know what and I mean? Like even porn. Everyone like felt a little more normal. Yeah, like it's all you know. You 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 can spend ten minutes on the internet and be like, "Oh my god, I'm fucking super and normal." And there are good things about that, and there are bad things about that, right? There's like, not listen. They, nothing's perfect. Go ahead. I was just gonna say. Then you know, people who have problematic um, obsessions, yeah, think that it's okay because they find other people who have those same problematic obsessions or whatever. Yeah, so, but you, you can know, also look at it in the there's positive. There's a serial killer group because there are guys who love killing puppies and, you know, they found other guys who love killing puppies and there's a whole board about it. And yeah, I, but, I don't know. Maybe it just promotes more puppy killing. I'm just saying there's a flip side to what you're saying. You are the most cynical human being. It's weird, too, because... I'm not cynical. I think it it's, might be you. Really? I think you might be the most cynical. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Or maybe you guys rub off at each other. It no, on the I day. J- okay. You know what? Anyways, let's move on. Um, w- would you guys listen to her podcast after? Like, she she no. was real well spoken. I have no interest, interest no in interest. listening to. Her if she has, you know me, Park on. Don't care. No, I don't. You know, 
Joe felt like he was bringing worlds together. I, I don't think anything would come of it, uh, really. I bet it's you funny. He thought it would. Because Joe's one of those people who's like, you know, everyone's living today like it's the goddamn fucking victim Olympics. Everyone's living. And then he gets her together. He's like, you know who you should get together with is you know me Park. You guys can have a little victim Olympic. I off. bet like, you she will have you know me Park on. Well, he was actually willing to say her story is actually a little worse than yours. Yeah. Like <laughs> right after saying, you know, the worst thing that happens to you is the worst thing that happens to you. Yeah. That's Joe, though. I love him. Um, she doesn't believe in free will. So she must be a Sam Harris. So she, she or or through this experience, she decided this is just her path. Do you know what I mean? That free will argument is so complicated that I don't think you can just say you're either a Sam Harris or you're not. I think it like even if well, that's the first person I heard talk about this. No, so, I, so I that's all I'm saying. I I understand, but even in his like context, I, I don't know. I think there are. It's just not so cut and dry. Because you like to think you're. Fully in control. No, I mean, I don't think I'm fully in control. I just... So here comes C, comes sa with free will. Little don't get mad a, at me. Just B. keep it a spring, dude. Just keep it a fucking... There you go. You. Yeah. I'm trying um, to make this thing the best fucking thing anyways, it can be. Go on. You are making this the best thing you can be. I'm not. I'm running this thing into the ground as we speak. Joe's theory is that <laughs> pile on people... Turn it all. <laughs> I know you guys don't do this, and I don't do it either. Like a pile on sort of thing. No. You know, when something goes down on the internet and just people... Just like it happens all the time, and he his theory is those people feel shitty, but they're just doing. I I think they do like like that they they feel like they do, like they're real heroes or something. I just disagree with the Joes. I think there are a lot of different people out there. I think some people feel shitty. Some people, like you're saying, feel like. Well, I think heroes. if you pile on, you are shitty. That's what I'm saying. I just find in general, like if you spend any amount of your time on the internet saying negative things it's it's, i don't know you're probably not very happy if you're making people feel bad you should really like take a hard look if you're trying to feel good by making people feel whatever the case is it's like horrible energy distribution end result is you're making other people feel bad you really need to like see if that's necessary because i bet you it's not i bet you can get the same result in your life yeah why don't you just go outside then uh, Joe brought up the Hunter Gather book, which uh, Weinstein talked about. But they didn't really get into it because it got so sidebar by uh, COVID. Because I don't think their book had anything to necessarily do with COVID or that thing that we won't talk about on the internet. But it's like crazy that technology is now so far ahead of evolution. And I think that was sort of the crux of their book. Like it, technology is now scanning us, figuring out how to sell us stuff we don't need. Evolution is still trying to tie its shoes. You know what I mean? We're not equipped to have this bombardment of information and trust in news or... or You you know what's amazing to think about is like in the last hundred years, we have like cars and this and that. And in the thousands and thousands of years before that, we didn't. Like so much has happened in this last hundred years that we're just like, oh yeah, this is totally fucking normal. Of course, this is natural progression by human beings. Oh, but here comes you, aliens. I no, know what's coming. not aliens no? at all. Just when you really look at like, we just, we've gone too fast. It's, yes, and we're I've, skipping too many steps. I've said it before. I feel like in 1950, it was easier to predict what life would be like in the year 2000 
than 220 to say what life will be like in 270. Like it's yeah, but you're also wrong because be if life. You, but if you look back at any prediction of the future, they were all wrong. But they were no, all no, way no, off. No, 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 no. They predicted 100 years of skyscrapers and planes. I mean, they okay, were but all skyscrapers wrong. and planes is not. That's I'm, I'm talking about like the flying cars and like just the, the in general like. Well, we talked about this last. There's a flying car. It's just not uh, yeah, but, functional. And different people had different predictions, right? Like. Not everybody Not was all predicting wrong. I just think the future is way, way murkier now than it has been years before. Yeah. We don't have to agree on everything. Well, what? You think every single fucking... I think the majority of future predictions were way off. Yes, Simon. And I think anything we've made on this will be way off. I, I always stand by that. You can't... No one can... No one. There's always something that just comes along out of nowhere and is like, holy fuck, that changed the game. But And there's something that you look at like, wow, someone predicted this. It, hap- it, it does happen. I just think the future is the murkiest it's ever been. That's that's my theory. The future is the murkiest it's ever been. I mean, I think that statement is... I don't of, even know what that means. I just think it's redundant. No one knows what's going to happen 20 Nobody years ever knows what's going to happen. It's the future. Like I said, I, I believe if you looked at someone who predicted 1970, what 1990 would be like, they weren't all wrong. But anyways. I don't know. Like, I, Hold on. The internet. I, think about it. The internet was like readily available in the 90s. No one in the 70s predict. Like, again, let's go back to. I use I use this all the time. Back to the future too. They had Marty McFly in the future getting a fax out of his wall that says you're back, fired. Back so like, to the future was. But again. But I'm just right. saying. Sure. But look at Star Trek. Like some of the things they were suggesting are real and things exist we're now. Using They're still today. crude, but we'll only get better. So well, yeah, but like being like a flip phone, like that. Okay, not a flip phone. Like the idea of um, warp drives, like black holes, all sorts of things, man. Black holes were not invented in fucking Star Trek. No, you no, are aware no. of this, right? Of course, That's not like the first. Course. I think warp drives were though. So do we have an active warp drive right now? No, but these are definitely... Um, okay, what are you even talking bat, about right now? They bat around. I support you 100%. Yeah, of course. yeah, you always support them 100%. It's not lunacy and nonsense. It's not, not lunacy. These all are, this to be said, that's, that's not the best way we go is just become bonobos. And just fuck all the and time. Just fucking chill and be nice. Or we're going to keep going down this technological road where we're going to become something else. Isn't that in itself evolution? Yeah, but it's mm-hmm. it's a lot. It's just going a lot slower than technology. Where I think it's, maybe it's not, not going to happen. We're not going to cross a fish line together. Maybe not bonobos, <clears throat> but maybe something closer to like a Bigfoot type creature. Can I also point Ooh, out again sentient life? But you know, oh, here we go. Just more in touch with nature. You know, just uh, I don't know, man. Dude, I keep pulling it away. <laughs> you slide yourself forward like I don't. Like, I don't know. It's I don't like know. it's like a parent checking for dribbles. Um, <laughs> this guy's hilarious. I mean, <laughs> do we think dolphins might be smarter than humans? Um, they have a bigger brain, right? Is that what Joe said again. Another book that predicted the future: Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. <laughs> Not all wrong. <laughs> Anyways, like there's this communal society, but. Without all the rape. I mean, I, it, it's hard to say that they're smarter than humans, Kamar, because they're it's impossible to not say, building say. anything. So that's the... Yeah, they don't adjust their environment. That's what, that was the point. But they're highly intelligent, and maybe it's a shortcoming 
Yeah. That I we mean, evolve I, and just change the world around us instead of adapting to the world. Like you, so your contention would be that if dolphins had thumbs, opposable thumbs, they would be building underwater cities? Maybe they've built underwater cities that we don't know. They're highly, they're well, highly, that, highly intelligent. That, my friend, is something I cannot argue with. Like no one knows what dolphins' home is, right? Are they like nobody? Really Hold on. So you assume that dolphins like, <laughs> like Honey, their job is like going out into the ocean doing flips and dolphin shit just to hide their underwater lair, and then at some point they go home and are like. What's on Dolph Flicks? Or? Well, any dolphins you see are probably like rogue teenage dolphins out there. They're like, the useless ones. Well, just who are like thrill seekers. Trying to know? find their way. A normal dolphin just is like a buttoned <laughs> up businessman. Tied down by most the man. of his time going to work at the dolphin high he's, rise He's stuck building. in a dolphin. Yeah, I was getting dolphin towers all yeah. day. He doesn't have you time know, to go to the surface and do flips. Coral cubicle. Mm-hmm. Really I, I don't hate it. Come it on. really seems though we've stunted our progress in learning about the highly intelligent species and stuff. You know what I mean? Of course. Because like, wait, wait, we wait, think wait, we're too smart. We've stunted our growth? Well, I don't think we know anything more about dolphins than we did 20 years ago. Maybe I, I, I'm not looking up the I think I, I'm papers. just guessing. I would assume you're wrong. I, you think no. we've just given up on it researching dolphins? Well, if the government let people like really get down into the oceans, maybe we would be able to study dolphins more. They're cities, you know? Oh, Not so hold on, hold on, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's the government that's stopping us from going out into... Well, what do you think obviously. is stopping us, Matt? From looking for dolphin cities? For From going and uh, exploring the ocean. Well, first of all, the ocean is international waters. So what government exactly is stopping you? Just the out of curiosity. World government. Okay. So what's James Cameron up to? Um, he Avatar. made a movie. Still okay still when editing. he's not doing Avatar. He, he didn't really go anywhere. He went into a loud space. That, that's what I think, anyways. I think that, like, again, um, like uh, these billionaires who are flying into space, mm-hmm. they're going where they're allowed to go. Nobody's going to the moon yet. I knew that. Well, <laughs> that yet, but. Okay, I would like to see that. I would like no, to see them go to the I moon. I posed that question last night just in sidebar discussion. I said, if someone lands on the moon, we'd be impressed. And they still were sort of like, I, like will I, be, I will be go, super so impressed. I would be too. Yeah. And it'd be interesting what they find up there as well. Well, I don't think that. But you'd only be impressed because you don't think we've gone before. I'd be impressed because there's a lot of explaining to do. Like, if they show everything up there, then I've been completely wrong. I'm an idiot. Like, you'd it, like I said to you guys last week, I was like, I don't wouldn't say you're an idiot, but I, I would. But long abandoned like cities up to, there would what be needs to create awe. You know what I mean? Like, well, that all these space it. travels did not like. I I, I was sort of awed. I was, it was kind of cool. I'll put it this if way: it's that true. would be some awe for me if they went up there with like some civilians, and they were like, "Yeah, none of the stuff that's supposed to be up here." Imagine that they be, that would be some yeah. awe. Imagine or they, die, they went or they up die. and they found the pyramids, like old. Remains of greatest some day of your life. Greatest day of your life. Boom! That would do it. So that's what that's what's on the table now. Getting to the moon is the uh, yeah. I think Simon. Imagery. I but think Simon would I, jerk off reading that article. I don't think they're gonna again. Like they don't let you go into the ocean to parts they don't want you to go to. 
the moon is probably one of those places. I would imagine that they don't want. To, same with Antarctica. I bet like, you there's a Chinatown. So let me ask aren't you, going there. So these parts of the ocean, do you think they're patrolled, and that's how they keep you out of there? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what the fuck is going on, Matt. Like I, I couldn't tell you because I haven't done any. Like I don't know. I don't know why, but that it maybe there's like. You're not going to like my answers. No? Uh, some sort of like, you know how Atlantis would be hidden? Like you think you're looking into the ocean to avoid of nothing, but it's actually just like a veil and then behind it is... Almost like a stereogram, I imagine. A what? Sorry? Is it stereograms? You know, you got to look and lose focus to actually see the thing. And then you slip behind. It's like uh, walking behind the waterfall, you know? Who knows, man? <laughs> All can, I, we can I, only hope. I know this, that human beings are so curious. We've never stopped exploring. We always have to push forward making better and better things. And yet we've been totally content with not making better things to go investigate the oceans. Okay, let me throw something out at you, okay? This is a crazy thought. We all need cell phones. We all use cell phones. They all have this, like, whatever inside them, some mineral that we need. What if that mineral is in abundance at the bottom of the ocean? Well, you're still going to have the African kids swim down there no, to no, get no, it. No, 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 no. I'm just saying. You understand what pressure is, correct? You're aware of what pressure is? Okay, sure, sure. For all we know, and I've said this before, Matt, you may get down to 100,000 feet or whatever it is, and pressure doesn't exist anymore. I think they know that. I think they do know that. Yeah, they know that, that pressure happen. does exist. No, no, no. we I don't know Cameron anything because nobody has ever been down there. James Cameron. The James Mary has been down to a very specific part. You know so what I mean? If he kept going, then the pressure would release. I would just, I would like James Cameron. You, this I is can't. what I want, Kamar. I want James Cameron to take his little submarine and not tell anybody where he's going until the day of the thing. Then we like spin a wheel and it tells him a direction to go. And then we send him off in that direction. You know what I'm saying? Not a specific place where. Yeah. I mean, anything's possible. I think you're probably wrong. Um, wow. No, but the pressure of the ocean just seems like there's a lot of water on top of you. For all you know, you get down to 100,000 feet or whatever that number is, and there is a fucking portal that takes you to another dimension. Well, what I was able to it's say is- It's very difficult to have these conversations. What I was going to say- You realize that, right? What I was going to say is maybe the heat of the core changes the pressure, but I'm sure there'd be like sulfur and like it'd be, be too hot, so it just wouldn't matter. It's You're talking about like human things. Maybe it's not human down there at all. Uh, anyways- they talked about the bears. I just want to finish this thought. Um, how we love animals, but they are so ruthless. The dolphins kill the babies, and the chicks just fuck all the guys, so hopefully we keep the kids alive. Oh, the I bears watched, just wake up and eat the bears. I watched a pod of orcas fuck up this dolphin yesterday. The lion, if he gets kicked out, the guy comes in and kills all his kids. Like, did, no one gets revenge. Did you see the seal jump on the people's boat because the yeah. pod of orcas yeah. is around them? He's just like, let's get out of yeah, here. Nature is <laughs> fucking ruthless. Don't you think that's a weird disconnect? How we love the animals, but we just turn a blind eye to how ruthless they are. Not that we can change their behavior or whatever, but it's, I just think it's weird. 
I mean, I go out of my way to watch the good and the bad, the fighting and Both the sides. fucking, you know? Back to what you were saying, uh, Joe's convinced that materialism is what feeds innovation. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's... Our, our desire for stuff, and once in a while, winners will come out, but it's a lot of junk. Materialism, unfortunately, is what drives us as humans right now, and that's probably the problem. Yes, yes. I, I think we all know that, especially on so many levels because the materialism caused wastes, you know, the climate bullshit, whatever. Like, we'd be much better off as bonobos or some sort of Bigfoot hybrid. Well, it really makes you wonder if, like, some sort of communism type scenario without it going really poorly like that. I think the problem, Kamar, is that we have all the technology to stop all the bullshit we're doing, but that we just don't. But because it, our, the way we work is just progress. There's no other just... Yeah, and I mean, capitalism is up. built off of growth, constant year-over-year year growth. You can't... It can't get smaller. You have to just get bigger. So unless someone can monetize cleaning the oceans... Like, if tomorrow they started making iPhones out of ocean plastic that would probably be huge. You know what I mean? That industry would fucking, we could clear the oceans out in fucking two years at that point. Um, I mean, I'm still holding on for some crazy technological breakthrough to get through, but. I mean, listen, I'm not. <coughs> we shouldn't have to depend on the X factor though. You know, we should have never have gotten our planet into a position where. Yeah. The prophylactic would have been smarter. Yeah. To fucking save us. Like money, that's money, crazy. Money, money, man. Money. Yeah, I know. I mean, even then when you talk about predictions, if you go back, People have been yelling about the climate for 100 years. L legitimately, you can go back in all the writings. People have been saying, we're on a path. So they're not all wrong with their predictions. But I guess you're right. I didn't say all of them. I said by and, by and large. What's really scary is like, it's not a big swath of the population that's responsible for... Um, this is the first world. Everything, all the pollution. You know what I mean? Like it's... What, a thousand guys who are nations. making all the money? It seems like it's something you get a hold of. Um, we, if you just purge all the million or billionaires, eat the rich. I mean, again, it doesn't help that we have companies like BP fucking up the entire ocean by just yeah. like, you know, that that right there probably set the world back, God knows how fucking long. And and we have those every decade at and this point. And these companies are so tied in with the governments that it's all such a sham. Like they're like slapping them on the wrist, telling them to, you know, clean things up and I mean it's like when you're getting paid on the other end. It's like it's like when you hear fines levied by the SEC. It's like, oh, we find them fifteen million dollars. And you're like, they they made four billion yeah. off this. Like you give poor people speeding tickets for like $700 and then you give billionaires literally what would be a $5 ticket to them. You know, it, it just doesn't make any fucking sense. Go ahead, Kamar. I know you got another fucking... I hope you guys can help me explain this. Joe said if you could teleport, if teleportation is possible, then that would uh, mean you could have duplicates. And I don't understand how that works. Yeah, I don't know what he meant. Is he there, saying either. if you can teleport in time? I think the the... Star Trek idea of teleportation was it like breaks down your body your particles it's a particle yeah particles and then it sends, sends the particles elsewhere else. so I guess um, it can make another one of you I, I don't know I don't know what he was 
going on about the same amount of particles can be made. <laughs> I, I just I thought one of you guys knew what he meant by that. I I, I think if you could teleport, you just go. Unless you went back in time, so you'd see yourself in another time. I think teleportation would just be a breakdown of your molecular structure and it reconstituting somewhere else. I mean, again, we're we're at the point in humanity where that can never exist because a massive corporation would create it. And we, the people, would be like, you think I'm going to let some massive corporation break down my fucking particles and send them somewhere? You know what I mean? There would be yeah, terms yeah. of service. But then it'll it'll be like Elon who suggests it and everyone will do it. I mean, people listen. People have a really funny way of... Uh, as soon as they do it to like 50 goats 100 times and those goats are fine, I think a lot of people might jump on board. Like yeah. if you could go New York to Tokyo in... Of course, of course. And that'd be good for the planet, right? I wonder Unless if yeah. I'll have a lot of to do it. I think I'd have a fear of teleportation, the same kind of way I have a fear of flying, you know? I mean, Kamar, if you can do that to everyday objects, then we clean up the earth immediately. Just because you're forgetting about cargo shipping. Yeah, no. Uh, well, for me, that's always been the 3D printer. The 3D printer got so good that it could print anything. You don't need to ship cargo. The, you just get the design. The 3D printer is almost teleportation. Mm-hmm. Kind of. It can't teleport a human, but in theory, it's like teleporting a microwave or <coughs> sort of from the conception to the. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they're just not there yet. Uh, she has never taken mushrooms, but she will on her journey. That's what bothered Joe because she's pregnant. Do you guys pick that up? I didn't pick that up. No. She was like, I can't do mushrooms right now. I like, oh, oh, yeah, I know. Right. She's pregnant. Mm, she's congratulations, pregnant. Foxy. Congratulations, Foxy. Amanda. She just had a very Foxy public uh, miscarriage, though, and I think that's why oh, she didn't no. talk about it. Oh, so good luck to her and her um, husband. Joe is super critical of himself because he doesn't want to be a failure. Do you think Joe could fall off? <laughs> like, 20 years from now, you can find Joe Rogan under a bridge, like, oh, I don't know where it all went wrong. Super fat, like. Or maybe skinny and just no teeth. No, obviously he, I could he's, not. He's reached the fuck off point of money. That it's generational wealth, and he will always be fine. Listen, how many ads did everyone get this week? So Locked. many. Okay, so on that alone, he he took that hundred million dollars, gave it to some smart way, person. Way more than a hundred million. Whatever. Let's just lowball it at a hundred million. At two. Let's do that from now on. Even then, Kamar. Let's. I just, think it's a hundred million. Okay, Kamar. Let's say he took it in stock. He's, yeah, I think there may be stock as well. It's part but, of a deal. But you know what I mean? Like money. off that alone, this guy. He's so sad. It's well, so he's so sad. It's noteworthy that he he's also, so sad and he's still so critical of himself. He There's also never time to take the foot off the gas. He also mentioned that he has some crypto and was very cryptic about it. Just a little. Last episode. We'll the funniest thing that was in my head, I'm thinking like, now what is a little to Joe? Yeah, it's just like you know, fifty five. I have fifty five Bitcoin. Yeah. It's not a big deal. <laughs> like what? <laughs> It's better to be in prison knowing when you get out than to be in prison not know. Obviously, it's a very obvious statement, right? Yes, I would. I feel like that's well, the most and I think there's so, a gold and yeah. like. I think the worst would be to know you're never getting out. Well, death row is the worst, right? What did Avon Barksdale say? If you if you do your time right, you only do two days: the day you de- the day you get in, the day you get out. Just get your mind out of there. That's right. That's get, a, get your mind right. That's, that's actually the best way to finish this. Uh, just uh, Joe's parting words was: If you want the world to be a better place, be less judgmental. I think that's good advice. Very easier to uh, say than to practice, but just give I, everyone a shot. I felt like they should have talked about the case more. 
Yeah, I, I maybe that's her though. Maybe she she's like, I don't want to talk. I don't want to. Yeah, she, yeah, yeah. She's talking maybe. about ad nauseum. Like I said, I would like to just a little bit of like, where do you think your life was going? I had some questions after rewatching the documentary. Mm-hmm. I had like a list of questions I would have asked Foxy Noxy that the documentary didn't cover enough for Great me. Great, you, you brought know? those in here for us. Well, you're not going to have the answers to them. He would have had to add purposes. some to Foxy Noxy. Or maybe I do have Well, the one of them would be, well, in the documentary Foxy Noxy, they said that um, right away you told whatever, Raffaele, we're not together anymore. You know, four days after. Why did you do that? Like, why? That would have been a question I would have asked. Young him. and naive, that's my answer to probably every question. You Let me to. ask you both this in closing. If you... N- Knowing what you know now about your life, if you had to do four years, would you do it in your 20s or your 30s? 30s. Well, I guess for you guys, it could be your 40s too. Right? Oh, no, you're not deep enough into your 40s. I wouldn't like to use that, lose that prime time of my life. Yeah, I guess. But I also think about it like maybe it would have put me on the straight and I don't know. It's a hard well, I, question, I went to jail when I was 17 and that sort of put me on the straighter. Okay. So, but to do four years of your life, like, I just imagine someone who went to jail 10 years ago is getting out now. Like, how much the world's changed since they've been in. I've, I've said this before. Imagine, though, if you had gone in 10 years ago, but you had bought 500 Bitcoin for, like, <laughs> 10 bucks. That guy's out there, I'm sure. That guy is out there. I read an article about it the other day. But, yeah, she's she's interesting. Definitely has come around out the other side, and she's doing well. She's expecting a child. I mean, congrats to her. That's, you know. Great advice. Oh, the other question I wanted to know from her Mm -hmm. was, um, you know when the Italian court retried her, but she was back living in the States? Mm -hmm. And they were waiting to see if they were going to try and, like, get her to go back to jail? Was the American government just going to let that happen? Well, they have extradition. They have extradition with Italy, I'm almost certain, which means they have to. They have to? Like, come on. Dude, if she's being tried for murder, yes. I know, but this was obviously a, like, travesty of justice that was going on. Anyways, again, question I wanted to ask her, like... I think that would have been a great question. Was there nobody in the States that was going to step up for her at that point? Did she really think she was going back to jail in Italy? Like I wanted to I think the only way around that would be she gets like she gets the time in Italy and then the U S somehow is like, no, no, let her at least do the time here so she can be closer to home. And then a president, um, pardon, pardon, pardons her. But I don't even know if you could pardon. I think that would have been a great question for Joe to ask you, though. Anyways, about the case, lots of questions that went unanswered. But do you want to rate it, Simon? Yeah, I'll give it a two and a half. I guess I too give it two and a half. I give it a two. The the documentary is better than the this podcast. Well, I mean, this was out of left field. It wasn't like the documentary was way better than this podcast. I also thought the documentary left something. I feel like there was more to the story that wasn't. Well, it's interesting because I felt like the documentary could have been shorter, like most. Mm, This gave me a follow-up, though, that where she's landed on her feet, she's fine now, and it's good. I'm happy for her. Happy for her. Congratulations on the baby, Amanda Knox. All right, well, I guess we're probably going to have to take a break now. We're going to have to pay a bill, and uh, we will be right back. Guys, this episode of the podcast is brought to you by BetDSI. Football is back. Doesn't matter if you're an NFL guy or college ball, 
BetDSI has you covered. They are an industry leader in football betting and they are the perfect sports book. Doesn't matter if you're a pro or novice or anywhere in between. They have over 10,000 betting options daily. It doesn't matter what sport you love, they probably have you covered. They also have a live casino and they also offer the daily fantasy. It doesn't matter if you're into the spread, over, under, parlay, straight up, they have you covered. Don't believe me? Go check out the betting review sites. BetDSI is top rated on all of them. The best part is their user interface and their mobile site make it super easy to pick up. Doesn't matter. Like I said, you're new to this thing, you will understand it quickly. Really not that difficult. BetDSI is some of the fastest payouts in the industry. It's pretty simple. You play, you win, and you get paid. You can bet on the NFL, college football, NBA, NHL, UFC, golf. Maybe you're like me and you love betting that European football. They have you covered. Guys, they have everything. Politics, reality TV, esports. What are you waiting for? If you're already watching the game, why not throw a couple bucks on there? Why not be that armchair quarterback? You know what the next play is? Put some money on it. If you think the comeback's real, put some money on it. Now, the best part is if you're a listener of this podcast, right now BetDSI is offering new members a 100% bonus match using the promo code JOE100. That's right. That's more than double your money to start winning today. I play at BetDSI myself, and if you guys want to add some serious excitement to the sports you're already watching, then BetDSI is a one-stop shop. So once again, don't forget, check out BetDSI.com. Use the promo code JOE100. Get this limited-time 100% bonus offer to make some extra cash on the sports you know and love. Now, if you're depositing using Bitcoin, you can get 100% deposit on up to your first two deposits of up to $2,000. It's only a game till you bet it at BetDSI. We're back. Thank you to BetDSI. Don't forget to check them out and use the code JOE100 for your 100% deposit bonus. Make that money. 1710 Cullen Hoback. I say this is definitely an advantage of Joe's show that he can get anyone. I just feel like this was a little too late. Yeah, it should have happened in April when Joe should have watched Cue the Storm. He's a busy guy. Yeah, but he still gets, I don't know. I mean, he still gets around to these things, so he's not like, you know, it's kind of odd. Joe rewatches John Wick 17,000 yeah. times instead of I, I, New Docs. I, I yeah. honestly think he didn't care that much about Q till probably January 6th. This came out in April. Okay, I've got nothing. Um, <laughs> well, no, I'm, I mean, I, I feel like I'm with you, but I just, it seems like this one was right up his alley. Right, I know, but we we would talk about Q way more than Joe. It was he was just so dismissive of it. I oh yeah, Joe wasn't just in, wasn't on his radar about it at all. I think the interesting about this is um, what is the truth. I was watching a little clip about philosophy and that knowledge and the truth are not the same thing. And that you may know your truth is that to get to some place is across a bridge, but if you don't know that that bridge is washed out. And that statement's no longer true. Say that again. I'm so sorry. Knowledge and the truth are not the same. I thing. got that part. Yeah. No, I was just using an example of you. You think a direction to get someplace is this, but if the geography has changed or something, unbeknownst to you, that's no longer truth. But you'd be walking around going, "Oh yeah, take that road and take a left." 
it, it, it's a literal like analogy. People thought that the pyramids were built 6,000 years ago. That was knowledge. Everybody, they were taught that. That's that wasn't truth. the truth. That's not a truth. Even though that was the knowledge that people had. Is that what you're trying to say? Well, and then just leading to it, QAnon created a bunch of knowledge that wasn't true. I found this great quote the other day. In a world of change, the learners shall inherit the earth, while the learned shall find themselves perfectly suited for a world that no longer exists. That's very that, good. The, yeah, that's what I'm saying. If you just think what you know is what is, you're yeah. lost. Um, I, I thought it's funny that he went out of his way to say to Joe, like, I don't think there's really a correlation between QAnons and flat earthers. And Joe wanted to anecdotally say, well, I know all of them are, but. I think he honestly felt that there was not a connection between QAnon and Fat Earthers. They're both Fat Earthers. Fat Earthers. (laughs) Um, But then they talked about um, how censorship fails in both ways. And that's what we're learning right now. You know what I mean? What are the two ways? Well, first off, with the Hunter Biden emails, they censored that, but it was a true story. You, You know what I mean? So... Obviously, they're doing it with their intention. Like this could be damning <laughs> to the president, and the stakes are too high. We've got to protect Biden or whatever. But then his example was, uh, even people um, debunking QAnon were taken down because the algorithm doesn't because the algorithm it doesn't just it just blanket anything that said Q got taken down. So, and that's the example of. Uh, Censorship fails both ways. In uh, its intention, you know, doesn't always work. Like it was intention to stop misinformation, but also stop information that could provide people maybe thought that this is bullshit. So it's able to propagate because it is crazy how you know trolls try something like you all the time. Trolls what? Trolls like the people on the. 4chan, yeah, yeah. 8chan, or whatever. This is their dream to have something catch on like wildfire become oh, yeah. this. You know what I mean? And that this happened is happenstance. It wasn't a crazy... I mean, what we know now. That's why I found this difficult to listen to this podcast because he was reiterating so much stuff about it. Did we ever find out, though, like why... Oh, it was because it was an Anon. No, it was because they had Q clearance. That's why anybody gave them any. Well, they believed that. We yeah, never. That, that was never like. Post 3067 yeah. or whatever. All that made this very convoluted for me, this podcast. Him talking about the other posts and like, because we, we're at the finish line, right? And going back over the stuff, say stuff maybe he didn't mention in the podcast for time or whatever. And the the chip codes and the Q and, the, and I had to keep going to IMDB because they were just using first names, Frank and. Tank and I mean, who's the guy? He's got a real ordinary name, Ron. Ron, and his father is Jim. Jim, and the little guy is Fred. Like there weren't that many people to keep track of. Oh, man. there were. There, then he brought a Bannon and then the other guy that helped. Any, anyways, big shout out. HBO deserves to be the Hall of Fame of entertainment if it exists, right? Oh, it's already he's, in my Hall of Fame. Ta- there's of nothing fame. better that's hit out of the park more times. And thank God for them, because as he said, there'd be no other platform for this to get legs. So shout out to HBO if you want to sponsor us. Don't forget, too, there wouldn't be like a Netflix wouldn't 
be putting on all these comedians if HBO hadn't laid the groundwork. Boxing, comedians. Everything. Documentaries, uh, drama series, comedy series. I well, love they HBO. changed television, they changed drama the game. forever. They changed yeah. game, and they, they, I still think they're, they're killing it, but uh, Netflix and Amazon Prime seem like they're bigger players. Do you guys know what HBO stands for? Home box office. Was I correct? Yeah, oh, that's it. Yeah, I knew that. I just didn't get a chance to say. That's <laughs> okay. And so the irony is, uh, they sort of try to put the algorithms to do the work. I think it's not that they tried to; they have to, right? Like Joe talks about it. I don't think it's it's too much scale. Like we know that for yeah, a fact. Yeah, you can't have a person doing it for every case. It's impossible. But I, I thought, it, yeah, of course that makes sense. But their reason for that also is because humans were flawed. Like they could well, that too, their they feelings have bias. and do whatever, and they're hoping the algorithm is just. But not to mention, it's just not feasible, right? Like there's too much data. When what did, um, what did, what's the guy who works with Jill? Jamie. Jamie. <laughs> what did Jamie say? Uh, how many posts there are a it's, day on it's, YouTube? It's fucking it's staggering. Like it's some millions that of doesn't hours. Even make any sense. Oh, the video uploaded to the tweets. Yeah. So the, yeah, of course it's going to be an algorithm, but the algorithm is failing just as much as the humans have. So yeah, what should happen is if there's if it gets pulled, it should then go to a human board of some kind that then makes the decision. Right? But, but I think that's that what happens right now. I mean, biased. no, it doesn't <laughs> because tons of people will tell you we never get a response. Nobody ever tells us why it got pulled. Like, there's obviously no human interaction involved. It's, uh... But the problem anyways. is, with that, once it got to the humans, the humans then are biased. So we're back to where we started, right? Yeah, but the idea is that you have a board, so you get an even distribution of, like, different walks of life making the decision, and hopefully you have some Democrats and some Republicans and some black people and some white people, and you get a good cross-section on your... Committees. In a perfect world, but that's not supposed to happen. But can I also ask you, Kamar, like if you're, you can't really like, it's tough to run a business where you're saying, like you're, you were just saying who decides, right? So if you're, if you're them and you want to say, okay, no QAnon stuff, then you have to also take down the people that are um, anti-Q, right? Because then you're, then you're discriminating against the other people. Well, so you're kind of. What if in an alternate reality, Q was anti-Trump? And all of a sudden, Twitter would you know would it want would be to totally it different, you know I mean? and you can see that. But because hold on, just look at Antifa. Hold on, hold on. But again, if I think it's different, like if Antifa were out there, I'm, I'm just trying to think taking of like over a, buildings. They did that in Oregon. That's Looting, not what I was going to say uh, at all. I wasn't okay. going to say that at all. Well, I was trying to throw that in there. Yeah, I'm well aware they were. That's not what I'm saying. No, but they did that and. Everybody was just like, oh, you know, that's okay. No problem. It, it was obviously a problem. It's a problem on any side if people are taking over your fucking governments. Sure. I think you realize the difference, though. Like, if we were right now to, I don't know, storm City Hall, it's a lot different than, say, if an armed mob took over Parliament, right? Like, those are two totally different things. You do realize The that. reason for I mean, it, they're both, they're different things, but they're both just, you know, public breakdown in society i just i agree i'm not disagreeing on a with lesser that. scale yeah if we thought they were they're holding both. children in a dungeon down in city hall our intent would be i'm yeah for the right reasons 
Yeah, and if we get there and there's no kids, then I mean, we are up ping pong, comma <laughs> pizza. Well, that whatever. happened. I was exactly, gonna say exactly, that exactly. was. Uh, but either way, that wasn't the point I was trying to get at. No, I, so no. we lost my point now because I've forgotten. I couldn't think of the good. It doesn't matter. Keep going. The weeds got him. Um, yeah. So what you talked about uh, during the Mennonox, the terms of service has totally fucked us. Terms and service. Yeah. Like that basically is signing a a deal to sell your soul. That was in the a weird mo- way. You that know what was I mean? the moment. Because. Had we not done that as like a society, just but that's what hot coffee is about. Yeah, and that's what his documentary "Terms and Service" is about. We yeah. all collectively are lazy and just said, "Yeah, whatever." Just I, I want to see the tits or, or whatever. You had just got your new iPhone. You know what I mean? It's, I don't have time for to read this stuff. You have, either way, even if you did have time, you are not you, a lawyer. Yeah, you wouldn't have been able to see it. So it, it doesn't fine print. And That's you wouldn't not, have understood when it said, what, we're taking your data and doing this with it. Exactly. You wouldn't have understood what that meant. And it's too far gone now. They know too much about us. But it was also an- Service un- our shit back to us. But it was also an, it was an unknown quantity at the time. Like you couldn't, you couldn't back then put a price on everyone's data. Whereas now I think you might be able to, like what it's worth. You know what I mean? It's like if we dug something out of the ground right now. Right. That we, and we were it like, had, we don't. It had no value at that point. That's what I'm saying is at, yeah. that, at that time, we couldn't put a price on it. We didn't fucking know. No one really. I, I'm not even. I bet they knew. They, second, second uh, everyone in this neighborhood does this. Like analytics starts coming and they go, whoa, we can use this. Yeah, but I'm talking about like in the, the early, like analytics had to start somewhere, right? I'm talking about like the analytics. Well, they started with ratings. Of t- you know, but I'm talking about me- a TV to show the high ratings. Okay, let's make a program. I'm talking about like metadata, that. though. Like, yes. internet metadata is a, a level above fucking the, the Nielsen rating. So I'm saying, in the early days of that, I believe you. I think someone there, Kamar, knew. They were like, this is probably worth a ton. But what I'm saying is they couldn't put a price on it at that time. So we didn't even know. And I'm not sure they really fully, fully grasped it. But they fully, fully I mean, grasped they, it. Oh, now they're well aware. We couldn't put a price on it. They could put a price on it. But this is, okay, I think we're talking about different days, though. Because I'll agree with you that, like, someone like the CIA, they could put a price on it. They knew long before. So did Facebook, though, let's say. You know what I mean? Again, think about Zuckerberg. He created it to get laid. I, I, I know, but by the time that they went to, like, apply those terms in service and and said in there, we're going to use your data for something other than... Yeah, sure, but that's later on in the game. What I'm so saying is that, like... that's when. That's when. It's when those were put into effect. At the beginning, I don't think... Zuckerberg may be different, but most of them, I don't think they made their companies to dominate the world. That was just like a nice coincidence. It feels them. like the terms of service has changed a couple times. Oh, they've changed, the they change all time, the time, exactly. of course. And that's probably one of the terms of services. Um, but Facebook would be like just the ultimate... Um, uh, fucking winds of change. I mean, it would be so goddamn brilliant. Well, just think about where we are in general. Like, if you if you go to most people's grandparents, if you went back in time and were like, would you put all your information um, out there for the world to see? They'd be like, what are you, fucking nuts? If I was like, okay, what if I put a listening device in your house that would sell house. you, sorry, <laughs> in, your ha- in your house, that would sell you, uh, you know, goods that you wanted they'd be like get the fuck out of here like yeah. i'm not buying yeah whereas now like dude they give alexas away with everything now there's a reason for that 
Yeah. Like that thing should cost monitor everyone. That thing should cost a hundred bucks every time. But instead it's like, oh, you bought fifty bucks worth of groceries? Here. Have an Alexa. You're like, what? Amazon You'll decided to make fucking video doorbells. There's a very particular reason that they did of that, course. Matthew. Yes. The ring? The ring, correct. Do you know who made like <laughs> Nas made like a billion dollars off that? It was Shaq, actually. No, Nas also. I assume they Company. went to a lot of uh Um the weirdest one is General Flynn. Because you think he's an intelligent person, right? Well, he's a general. I mean... Yeah, but don't we know that those guys usually fail up? We know they Because like, you got to be a company man? I guess. But he wasn't a company man. That's why he got the boot. He was a Trump guy. But before Trump, he was a general. Like, he spent years... I mean, that's like saying, oh, well, he's a cop, so he's smart. Like, I just well, get out it, of here. No, you know? if, was, if you said he's a detective, I would say he's smart. But even then, I'll give you an example. There's a guy right now that's the chief of police in the States. He's the guy that let the Asian kid that Jeffrey Dahmer raped and killed go. Oh, yeah. I remember that story. Remember how the kid showed up with like so bloody anus and, and De- like, Jeffrey Dahmer showed up after and was like, no, 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 he's with me. Yeah. It's not what you think. We and they were just like, okay. doing a play. Yeah, yeah. And that guy got to be chief of he police. He is now the chief of police. Is that? Yeah, okay, yeah. Well, that's where Jeffrey Dahmer then, was yes. assuming. That's a, well, so anyways... There's an army of 100,000 Japanese that love Flynn. Japanese? Yeah, that's, that's what crazy. Said. Yeah. Like, just somehow they picked it up that he's a hero. And well, because Q is huge in Japan. Oh, that's right. Yes, yes, yes. Chans I did. Yes, yes, yes. My apologies. Yes. The Chans are huge. The Chanels, not the Chans family. Uh, no disrespect. Well, no, the Chans are probably Chinese and they don't it get along. The Chans, as in the 4chan, 8chan, yes. of the other Chans. I don't 12 know. Chan. They probably have a lot of Chans in Japan. But do you think, Chan. Do you think he was duped by it or he was like, hey, it's working. I'm going to lean into it. Well, like he did Q salutes and like. The part that nobody talked about in this documentary was how much did Donald Trump actually know about all of this? Well, Steve Bannon came out this week on his podcast and made it pretty clear that him and Trump were actively pushing January 6th. I'm just paraphrasing. I'm not, I only saw a clip of it, so I don't have the full, and I'm not sitting here like fucking Trump did it. I'm not talking about January 6th even. I'm just talking about like, um, let's say you're Ron, okay? You know how um, Joe was saying, well, why are they listening to Ron? Why is Ron advising on White House, whatever? Mm -hmm. Well, that would make total sense if, um, and the General Flynn thing would make sense too, if Trump, as soon as Q switched from, what's his name? You're bugging me now. (laughs) Fine, keep it. I'm not going to ask again. From what's his name? Uh, You know the original guy, the South African guy there? Yes, yeah, yeah. I don't think we know. When he said the source code changed. That's when the voice changed. Yeah. If at that point, Ron did that and looped Trump in on it, because that would really help if Trump was like supporting Q, right? Which he did, retweeting things that he said or they said. That just all added to the credibility for Q, which I think a lot of people at that point would have known was... Different. Like if I'm following Q and it's one way, the narrative is one way, it's a voice, and then all of a sudden it changes channels and everything kind of gets different. Like I imagine a lot of people would question that. Even Q people, like 
that's a conspiracy person's fucking wet, wet dream, dream, right? Like you got to be really fucking blind. But, but, but if the president, the other guy that you really trust is on board, I feel like that gave it this credibility. So if Trump was in on it the whole time, that would explain why General Flynn would have known exactly what he knew. And I don't, I, I, I my theory is he didn't know. It was just like, hey, it's working. Whatever this is, like, run with it. Because obviously, Ron, once he took over, got analytics and started feeding stuff that he knew. Do, do you know what I mean? Successful posts, he'd see and say, okay, more of that. If he's curating Q, which, for all intents and purposes, well, yeah, but we, we know that. Sure. Sure, I'll agree. And with we that. know that once people see stuff that they want to see, then it's very easy for them to buy into it. Versus you saying there's a little skip, or like, oh, this is weird. No, 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 no. It's not just a little skip, man. That's a huge deal. When a, you're posting on one place, and then all of a sudden you switch to a whole new venue, like that's really fucking weird. That's I wouldn't trust that. I just, well, I just wouldn't. I know you don't want to disparage Trump at all, no, but like, well, well, I, I'm it would, disparaging Flynn. I'm it disparaging would totally Trump. explain it if he was in on this thing the whole time, especially why he has Ron as an advisor at the end. Like that doesn't make any sense. I'm with Joe there. That makes zero sense. Why him? I just find it incredible that a sitting president had time to be on eight chan ever. <laughs> I don't. I don't think he was. I think it was. So you think someone just was like feeding him or son or whatever? Okay, fair enough. And like I said, the shit's working. They're eating up. Yeah, yeah, that I can buy. I just i I was just picturing him on like on Air Force One, like in his office. Is it that crazy though, Maddie? We live in this like cyber world now. Like that's what made Trump so fucking brilliant. Is he was willing to like get into those places where dinosaurs like Biden would never. People like me, you know what I mean? Like. It's different. It's one thing being like, oh, this president's like tweeting a lot versus being like, this guy is on a, what could only really be described, uh, I don't know. No, it, it's, I'm not, it's just, that's what he did. It's, it's, it's probably why he won the election. He was willing to go places I under, other people weren't I, willing listen, to go. Listen, I agree. It's why he did so many appearances in like the Rust Belt, I guess. I don't know. I was listening to describe it. My ass. <laughs> I, I was listening to describe it, and it seems like it's the ultimate revenge of the nerds. I don't know why you're so angry. Simon. I'm not angry. I'm not. Oh, you're angry. Just Q is the ultimate revenge of the nerds. Like the nerds stick it to the world, almost. You know what I mean? Well, think about it. If you, a guy like Ron, should never have a documentary made about him in any world. Yeah, and right. Just I. You guys uh, were able to follow, like I was saying, we were talking about trip codes and posts and like all, it was common knowledge to him because he was balls deep in this for four years, you know what I mean? And anyone who's on these posts, like you've never been to HN in life, have you? No. So you don't even know what it is. But I understood what they were talking about. I did not, so I just found like. It was just ways to authenticate people. It was information that wasn't necessary. It was just him dropping technical jargon that didn't. Make me move one way or the other about the way these people you, moved. You watched the doc, right? I did. So, but Kamar, I was just real quick. Did it not make you feel like at least the guy making the documentary knew a shitload about what he too was? Too much. Too much. Oh, okay. Yeah. He knew too much about what he's talking about. It was all he was doing was providing us 
with the paper trail. A it little bit a behind digital the digital paper trail. Yeah. Which is exactly what you want on a documentary. We want to see your work. Which I think there'd be a digital paper trail on Trump if he was in on it. You know what I mean? He was in on it. We know he was because he was tweeting about it. Well, that doesn't mean he's in on it. No, no, no. But that I, I don't know if you're going to get more of a paper trail than that is all I'm saying. Well, no. If he's like, Ron, I like the work you're doing. <laughs> oh. Like, in on it. Anyways. Um, I know what Kamar's saying, and I uh, agree. Like, I, 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 I can't, I couldn't connect the lines to be like, Trump was like, like had connect. Well, I don't know. I just don't. Or see. Or they knew all this IP in the post, and because it, it's, but they it's, obviously it's, did know each other because Trump made him a political advisor, like Ron. Ron. After the fact, though, right? Not after what fact? After seeing the documentary? No, like now he is, isn't he? I don't think he was while he was president. No, he was leading up to uh, August 6th or whatever. January that, 6th. I don't think he was. Was that the date? Yeah, man. That's what they were talking about. All right. Because the whole they were talking about. Okay. Okay. Q aside. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Q aside. <laughs> either way. Either, either way, I think it proves that Donald Trump was involved. Q aside, these message boards are just for people to be as horrible as they can. And no one can outdo each other. You what, know what I mean? What message boards? Four <laughs> Chan, uh, a coon. Like I'm so confused about them all. But at the end result, it's for people to be 100 percent anonymous and post nasty stuff. It's because they're not allowed to post this stuff on the the big guys, so they have to go. Find and they just feed each other, and it's like, is the world a better place if they weren't allowed to have these? No, and I'll tell you why. He had a lot of child porn on um, Ron. 8chan, 4chan. They're littered with child porn. He is constantly fighting lawsuits. So those places don't seem like they should be in existence. Not like they are anyways, if that's the case. Any, Any child porn is too much child porn, right? We're all in agreement. Yeah, but these places exist, so that's... Is the world a better place if these things, if we stop these things? I, and I, I don't know if you can either. No, and I'll tell you I don't why. don't understand them. I'll tell you why. It's because it's a lot like slavery, where the U.S. had slavery. Half the country was like, no bueno. Other half the country was like, no, we like this. We're going to keep this. They fought a war over it. And then just because one side won the war, they assumed that like these guys were just going to start feeling the way they did. And that never really became the case. And it's the same thing where like, just because you get rid of 8chan doesn't mean you get rid of racism or the people that are on there feeling that way. Like those people are out there in the world. No, but again, like... But there's some people who aren't out there. They're just being this as go- rude and crude as they can, but they aren't sure, bad. Um, sure. This goes to what we were talking about earlier, Matt. Like, yeah, those people are out there in the world, but before the internet, they used to have to like drive a million miles to get together to... to to reach each other, to share their terrible ideas. Mm-hmm. And now they're able to do that. Blinkity, blinkity, blink. I get know? it. But as we know with freedom of speech, it has nothing to do with like, what is it? What we, what the three of us believe is a terrible idea. 40 years from now might be the absolute norm in the world. Okay, sure. So I'm just saying is it, you can't be the, the auditor of, and that's the idea of free speech. We can't decide what <laughs> is and isn't. Again, we can sit here and all agree, yeah, kitty porn's bad, and like 98, 99% of the world can agree with that. And hopefully that stays the case. But again, 
the fucking the line moves, you know, with time. So the problem is, we say we want a, a, a competitor for YouTube. Yeah, this is what happens when that competitor exists because otherwise they just become YouTube. You see what I'm saying? Like they moderate what goes on there. Yeah, you don't want them to mod. It's a double edged. But again, sword, what we learned, what we learned from Cue the Storm, is that you cannot have a successful business model being 8chan or 4chan. Like YouTube, bad catches up with YouTube you. is the size they are because they make the money through ads. And again, I've said this. I truly believe that YouTube would rather there was no political shit on there at all. It was just kids opening fucking toys, gamers, the Logan Pauls of the world vlogging. Like they would love it if there was no one talking about ivermectin, COVID at all, period. I think the... Um the shareholder, I agree, the shareholders want, would love that. But I think the people who now like the power that they've gotten from it wouldn't like that. They want to be able to, uh, you know, talk about whatever they want to push. Sure. Okay. You don't think? I don't know. Obviously, uh, <laughs> Ron has an ego and thinks he's the smartest guy in the world. Oh, yeah. Do you think now he's like, I should have done that? No, I think he's. I think still he believes he that he's like. I'm four steps ahead of this guy. He's like, still happy. Did I got him where I want him? Storm documentary. Yeah, I think Ron has probably seen how easy it is to con people, and he'll go on and try and do that again in another capacity. Yeah, him and his dad seem like swindlers, like snake I, oil salesmen. I feel like they already have their next cue. Their next planned, grift. You know? So, yeah. See, I think this is weird. Like, if anyone who's seen Into the Storm, like, they're just exposed. These charlatans. Yeah, but you don't. But see, this is the thing, Kamar, is like. like who would go to business with them going forward? The thing is, though, is like, know. think about like a Marjorie Tyler Green or Taylor Green, whatever the fuck her name is. She, She's someone who's like probably still so. like. Oh, this, you know, this documentary was put out by the deep state to make them look bad. It's all, you know what I mean? Like, but again, if I'm just saying, if someone associated her with Ron, they're like, well, it's so easy to expose that you're working with um, a liar or someone to make it something like it, because of the cue into the storm documentary. It's he's lost all credibility. Like he, it would be detrimental to work with him now, in public, publicly. I, th- I, I would assume that was the other thing. Like I said, uh, the Amanda Knox documentary is better than uh, the podcast. The Q documentary is better than this podcast because it was going over so much stuff that we knew. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, uh, again, the problem. He went back in time and said, "Oh, you're at January six already." He told the story over again to finally say, yeah, and that's when Ron broke. Like, he wanted to curate how we talked about the documentary. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, this thing should have just come out in April. It would have been way more relevant. Yeah, it was a little weird. It was. It felt a little self-serving to Joe at this point. He 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 loved it, wanted to get the guy on first. But I, I listen, I still really liked the podcast. I thought it was great. I liked hearing all the guys like insight into him making it and to how he was like thinking Ron was um guilty 
the whole time. Cause in, you know, as you're watching the documentary, you're like, Oh, he only started thinking that in episode four, you know what I mean? But no, he was like, no, I got that feeling right at the beginning. The whole thing. I, I don't know. Like it was, uh, he must, <laughs> you know how the guy did, um, what was the one about, uh, the Olympics there? He was doing a documentary and then it turned into something else. That's what this guy must've thought, you know, I'm doing this documentary about Q and these guys. And all of a sudden it's like, they are Q. You you know what I mean? It's all becoming something. That's what I would have liked if we had a little more, um, like how we got into it. Cause we don't, he just sort of picks it up and he, comes out that he was just funding it himself and then got HBO, which is an amazing gamble. I think he said that um, he had done that terms and condition documentary. It it was just very brief about him. Yeah. The whole thing was about Storm. And I just, the the, the steps, because it was sort of interesting how that guy, the steps of, I want to see if steroids work, got into this. Just where he was in life before this. I just thought it would have been interesting. And that's the same... um, Criticism for the steroids next steroids work. Um, Icarus. Icarus. He, he, he was doing a documentary about one thing and then fell onto something else. I thought that's what we trying to say. Um, green hat in China means you're a cuck. That's yeah, such weird a weird. Yeah. I looked it up and that's what it means too. It's so weird. It said back in the day, um, if you were in China working as sex workers, you'd have to wear a green hat. So who knows you're involved in the, the CD side? But I guess girls... Uh, so what does a cuck mean exactly? Your wife cheated on you. Okay. Doesn't that mean you like to watch your wife cheat on you? I think that's cuckolding. Oh, okay, sorry. There's hey, a difference. You, well, what did he call it? Cuckold dove? Cuckold dove. No, but that's not what he said. He said cuckold something. And Joe it thought was like he a, said yeah. cuckold dove. Well, I think you invented the great word, and it's it a cuckold dove from now cuckold on. dove is a great word. A cuckold dove. <laughs> You guys, obviously, this is a redundant question, but like Telegram, Minds, all the, you know what I mean? Like, there are other alternatives. And none of us use them. None of even think about it. Well, you, you use DuckDuckGo once in a while? Uh, no, never. You just Google it. Yeah. We're going to talk about um, yes, we that will. in the next one because it's such an important part of... Uh, um, yes. I thought it ironic that the, uh, I think... Um, Ron started Q to try to fight for free speech. Keep the thing going that end up shutting everything down. Ron, so, whoa. I disagree whoa, with whoa, that. Whoa. Let's back You genuinely up. think you, Ron... What do you think? You think Ron started 8chan just because he cared no, about... Q. Q. The Q thing was Ron like... Ron didn't start Q. We don't know who started Q then. We do. I think we do. I, th- I think it was I think that we guy. think we do, but we don't okay, know. Well, I, and he I says think that. it's pretty safe to think it was um, the South African dude there. But in the documentary, Ron's whole thing is about this, about free speech. Like, I'm not taking it down because obviously once you know everything. Ron was making so much money. What, were they? No, they, they, were no they were not making money. You kept telling me that. They were losing money. They were so making had to money sell the pig on other things, but losing money on this. I think the Q thing was going to pay off for him. If Trump won, maybe. But in the end, it, it, no, it no, all no. I, I, I think I agree with Kamar. If Trump wins and Q remains like um, part of the, you know, it never gets. Okay, how does he make money? Well, other people are making money off it. 
like YouTubers and all. Yeah, that. but they're making money off YouTube. He he is running a website called 8chan that costs him money that has no advertising. Servers or whatnot. Yeah. And yes, the bigger the website gets, the more money it costs. So I'm just, I actually think if Trump wins, it well, costs may, okay. them more, more money. Sure. Maybe it's not a money thing. Maybe it's a power thing. Because no, that's something. Sure. It makes him a player. Yeah. In like the almost the political game, there I'm with you now. See, yeah, which eventually is going to lead to money. Now you're, we know that. Now Matt. you're cooking with fucking. So it's fire. just two steps to getting to money. All right. Did it surprise you? Because uh, he was at January six when he said, "I thought it was going to be a lot worse." That should give you an insight in how no one knew what was going on, even if you were standing outside the building. I, I thought it was, I, I I thought that was really like telling, because he said he was at the scaffolding side and people were climbing up, but I had no idea what was going on inside or where you think everyone knew that it was pandemonium, but I don't think it. Obviously, I think it's was uh, allowed to happen, and for the powers to be, it couldn't have worked out better to make Trump look bad. But I thought it was telling him because he's not a Trump supporter, so yeah, I, I he thinks it was incited by Trump for sure. Well, I have a tough time believing that you're like, I mean, Trump sent people down there. So whether you believe they didn't have enough fucking security or not is one thing. But like he did tell people you should go down there with a certain intent. Did did he not? Mix it up. But they, I don't know. They tried to impeach him. I feel like I could have impeached Trump. But hold on. The, only reason, the only reason they didn't impeach him was because the Republicans said we would impeach him. He's impeachable, but he's not even going to be president. So there's no point in doing it. Also because they want him to run again. Exactly, to protect him from running again. But yeah. I, th I think it could have been an open and shut case. That they have I no agree. foot to stand on. That hold on, wait, said, hold on, wait. Who has no foot to stand Republicans. on? The Republicans. Oh, yeah. If they, if they could make it so overwhelming. Like that Trump incited texted, a riot? Kick in the door and stuff like that. They're like, we know he did it. But he texted kick in the door? He did not, but I'm just saying some sort of smoking gun. <laughs> he texted kick in the door. It just came out, though, today or... This week that there was a FBI agent who was communicating the whole time with a proud boy. The whole day, James. Oh, I believe 6th. that, of course. That's and, like par for the course at this point. But what was interesting is that the proud boy wasn't saying, we're going to bust down the doors. He was just saying, yeah, we're, the crowds are building up. And then all of a sudden it was just someone smashed a window and heard. I was just going to say, we know what happens in crowds control. though, yeah. I mean, again, I, I'm not saying it fully excuses everyone. Like, listen, well, they, well, come on, there was there was videos of like old women who who looked like they had no fucking clue, like just moving with the crowd. Like, oh, I guess we're going inside. And after watching, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, I also don't think people like that are getting charged to the level that, like, you know, I haven't looked into that much, but I think it, I think it, it wasn't planned for that to happen. But you just said it was planned by the powers that be. It was not a plan to have the doors kicked in, cops die, a cop pepper spray everywhere. I thought that was bullshit, wasn't it? Well, he had a heart attack two days later. What, okay. Whatever the stories come out true. What happened on January 6th was not, somebody was happy it happened, but no one was hoping it happened. Does that make sense? Oh, listen, it, I'm it sure when it someone- wasn't, It wasn't planned. Whenever something bad like that happens, someone's making a ton of money. Someone somewhere. And that's what I got from him saying, I thought it was going to be a lot worse. Like, I thought we had a civil war in hand. And to someone else, I guess, say, other side of the building, you thought there was a civil war happening. Yeah, you might have. Um, 8chan was started uh, based on coming down off of mushrooms, which is kind of weird. 
because we always think mushrooms make the world a better place. And we just said, well, you said maybe 40 years from 8chan will be the savior. I uh, just said you never know, you right? Know, it, no, yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly. But I just thought it was interesting that there's mushrooms wearing its little head. It's little cap. I mean, it's like we were talking the other day about how, um, you know, like what could beat YouTube? Like it would take a, a Goliath of something will come along. But I think it'll be somebody, not a corporation. Oh, we have to, to don't even. Yeah, yeah, we'll okay, fine. Yeah, yeah, we'll get there. Sure. Yeah, yeah. This is everything. Uh, we got to move on, though. He said there's no way Q would have gotten out and become what it was without the algorithm. Like it saw people pumping it yeah. up and spread yeah, 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 it. Yeah. So again, the algorithm fuck us. What do you think? Because right now in the mainstream media, the big lie is. Uh, Trump saying uh, the election was fixed. Do you think that's the biggest lie? What do you mean? Well, he he, he said he thought the biggest lie was weapons of mass destruction, George Bush. I think those are two. Oh. Can you think of another a bigger lie? But that is a lie. Like, we know that for a fact. What is? We don't know the election was fixed. Well, I want to say this. Weapons of mass destruction. We know there were no weapons so, so, of mass destruction. So you destruction. think that is the biggest lie? Trump saying the election was fixed is the biggest lie that's tearing the country apart now. That is the narrative. I think weapons of mass destruction was a way more detrimental lie. I was trying to think, guys, think of any other lies. Like, obviously, the Vietnam War lie, that was pretty bad. Uh, but, I mean, it depends what you mean by detrimental. And I'm not trying to be... I'm just saying, like, if detrimental means lives, then, of course, way more detrimental. But if detrimental, like, Trump, this whole... Um, the last like three election cycles have all been marred and people talking about election fraud. And like, if that's the case moving forward, it's just going to be a big problem, it is especially when you have like sitting presidents actively and a lot of people in Congress. Sorry, go ahead. Simon. No, no, no. I was just going to say like, we forget so quickly, George Bush jr. That whole, those machines were supposed to be wonky in Florida. It cost the election. Yeah. The like, recount. Well, we're also forgetting that Dick Cheney, Dick Cheney is the biggest problem the world has had in the last 50 years. Unless you're Cheney, then you're rooting for him. Or a Bush. I'm just saying, if you Bush think has about it. pretty well under Cheney. He didn't, didn't even want to be president because he, he, he knew he could just quietly run the shit. He's the reason that we went, that they went to Afghanistan. He's the reason all that shit went down. No, no, he, he's a problem. He's a, the reason ISIS got created. But I think, I think here's what I heard. George Sr. is the worst. Osama bin Wait, Laden. Let me drop some, Rumsfeld, let me drop right? some fun numbers. George Bush let me drop some fun numbers on you that Rumsfeld. came out. They, or sorry, um, uh, what's his name? Cheney. Go, go ahead. Cheney, Donald yeah. Rumsfeld. No, is no, that? Cheney, Cheney. Go ahead. They said that um, in the 20 years they were there, they spent $14 trillion and $7 trillion of it went to private contractors. Yeah, I saw that. And so they pretty along, much they just $7 trillion dollars of taxpayer money went to, and again, Dick Cheney went from running Halliburton to being the vice president and sending them to, to Afghanistan under you the false- You have people starving in your own country. Seven trillion dollars, and nobody has a problem with that. Like, like seven trillion is free healthcare. That's free college. That's it's probably universal basic income if you want to get fucking real about it. Like, seven trillion dollars is a staggering amount of money. I want to know if it's true what Bernie was saying about you do one percent 
of that tax and it pays for everything. <laughs> that's my next, that's a point in the next one. Uh, we'll just mm, finish sorry. this up. Um, so he basically summed it up as a collective imagination willed something into existence. Yeah. All these guys yeah. got excited and then all of a sudden you've got people storming, you got guys wearing buffalo heads, you got people making money off Q. Do you think we are now, like, do we learn something? No, no, we never learn anything. It's going to happen again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something, something. Like it's this. happened before, it'll happen again. It's a runaway train. The, I mean, it's the same thing. It's just like religions that start like Scientology. You, you know what I mean? It's, uh, it's all Marty, the you, fucking algos. You even see it in, I, I, I find it like in language a lot where like someone will say bro and you'll, you'll think it's a, like you'll hate it. Right. And then you'll say it as a joke to someone. You'll constantly start using it like, oh yeah, bro. Yeah. Bro. And the next thing you know, you're saying bro all the time and it just becomes part of your vernacular. And there's a lot less harmless than the QAnon. No, it is. Bro. But I'm just talking about in, in every facet of our life, we, we do these things where like memes become memes. a real thing. And we are, we are, there are overmasters, the algorithm yeah. and the meme. Rate it boys. Well, it's because we've been infected with this fucking terms of services outside organism. We, we consented to realize. be infected. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, we signed away our fucking. And now back we, to now we complain about a, it on a weekly basis. A backpack. <laughs> I give it a three. Documentary way better than the podcast. I give it a four. I was confused. Two and a half. Oh, wow. All We're over the confused. map. Look at us go. Should have been on night. This guy should have been on in April. I agree, but this guy, like, this was a great fucking documentary. This guy got yeah, right great in there and, 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 and really gave us who Q was, as better, far as I'm concerned. Say he comes on before the whole thing comes out, so he has to, um, he has to, uh, you know, uh, what's it called? Plot spoiler. Like, I, oh, I, I can't say. No, but he can come on wait. right after. Right after. Yeah, right after. no. Right Joe after. Didn't see, uh, I'm just saying he couldn't. It would have been amazing be had we had been talking about this kind of in real time. Yeah, listen, here's the. It, only hope one day. I just don't understand. In closing, Joe watches this thing six months too late. That's fine. It happens, I guess. But this seems very relevant to Joe, and then has this guy on. He has Darren Brown on, and will not watch one hour of the push. It's a fucking game changer. I was just gonna. I was just thinking about Darren if, Brown. That's so funny. Like if the talk they could have had. If we got on the show, we'd say we're not. We're not doing this podcast, Joe. When we get there, we fucking Trojan Horsham. We're all watching the push watching the right push. now together, and we're you discussing son of a it. Fucking bitch. Yeah. Drop the mic. I'm out of here. And again, if you are listening to this podcast, it's rare that I'll say this. Stop. Hit stop. You can come back to us later. Go watch, watch Darren the Brown's The Push. And the best is if you sneak up behind Joe just as the guy is about to do it. And <laughs> I kind of like tactile. I kind of have to know if Joe's ever watched The Push. I want to know. I need to know. I want to know. Do you believe he wouldn't have spoken about it at this point? When I saw it, it was one of the most mind-blowing experiences of my life. No, because then he'd have to admit that it, you know what? He had him on. It didn't like. It's too late. He's already too far into the line I don't know. to ever go he back. Wa he watched the other one. What the word where they put the guy in the trunk or whatever that one? No, I don't think he watched any of them. Did he? Or save someone's life. Well, I don't think he watched one second of anything Darren Brown ever. Did. Anyways, this, this is push. This is our, this is oh our, our mission life is to find out if Joe saw the push or. I need everyone to watch the push because it will push. fuck. It will fuck up your whole outlook. On people and reality. It seems like we're going in a bad direction once you watch the push. I, I wonder if it's still on Netflix. I, 
I don't think so. I haven't it seen a lot somewhere. of. I believe it is still on Netflix. Yeah. Well, in Canada, I'm telling you, go it fucking is, find yeah. that shit. It There's will a couple fuck of your head Darren up. Brown ones on there. The push and uh, maybe it's not on. Maybe it's on like Prime now. I don't. It's on one of them for sure. Just know that two out of three people will kill you to hide a body. <laughs> that's pretty much that's yeah. the synopsis. And they're both like, sitting at this well, table. Well, this is the thing, though. Once you go along, for, like, in for a penny, in for a pound. <laughs> I guess, yeah. Um, All right, well, let's get on with it. This is what I'm super interested to see. How, I didn't know you were a fan of his. Uh, 1711, Patrick Bet David. I wouldn't say a fan. Like I'm, you, you listen to his show. I listen to his show, yeah. He's not a hate listen, though. No, no, no. I, I Listen, I listen to you all... You post of him on your wall. No, I listen to all sides. I will say that when I listen to his podcast, um, I often um, have counterpoints where I wish I was there. I mean, that's that's also what makes a good podcast is being of course. is wanting to be like no, no, like an agreeathon is boring. I was so impressed by this guy that he was able to talk so eloquently with Joe's dick in his mouth the entire time. <laughs> Well, I felt he was grading. I do not like the way he talks. I've seen him in clips. Yeah, like I've seen, like he yeah. does. We know what side he's on. Oh yeah, he does this super annoying thing though on his podcast, and he did it a few times on this, where he asks a question like really matter of factly, as if the answer is obvious. Like would be like, <coughs> "What is the most popular thing in housing? Kitchen sinks." No. And then, but he, it's like, dude, just either fucking tell me. Did you know the most popular thing housing was? Um, well, it doesn't matter. matter. It doesn't matter, but he always just, he asked the, ah, oh, it's fucking annoying. I, I hate, I, I, I found mean, him. I probably do it too. I didn't hate this podcast because yeah. frankly, and we're going to get to it. I really liked something he did. Mm-hmm. Well, he did or, what we've been or begging. tried to do. Yeah. But. He was so annoying, dude. This is the problem, though. He this was started such it, a yes man. Is, no, it started as an interview from the get go. Yeah, which we hate. Which all I all I want to know is because well, this guy's story is interesting. I, Let me just I say, I don't that. know what his story. That's is. all I wanted to know. I okay, have no so idea what his story is. About. So I'm agreeing with you here, and in, in full on, like I he I'm, mentioned bits. I know this guy's story, so I I think it's he's a comedian. No, 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 no. But he, he came from Iran. Yeah, he's like from he, Iran. He joined the army. He came here. He's a successful guy. Like again, the card collecting, the interview stuff. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. Sure. But he, yeah, he was dropping Easter eggs the whole time yeah. about his life. Joe couldn't care less because he has a dick in his mouth and was like, yeah. I'm, "I'm having Just, a great time." Well, he wouldn't stop asking Joe Kess tw- questions if he had, you know, waited a sec and let Joe ask him some questions. Then maybe we would have got some some information. So I, I think they're both to blame. And I, and I wanted that from this one and from uh, Colin Hoback. Like, that, that used to be a thing of Joe's is, I'm interested in you. But this time, I'm interested in telling you what I think because you're asking me such questions. And half the questions I don't want to answer because they're, they're too complicated, they're too complex for me to form an opinion Well, right most the of the questions he asked, I don't think he was actually looking for an answer no, per no, se. Tell me, please. Please, Joe. Please challenge me on this. I, 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 like to I, this. I want to be challenged. I have my answer. Yeah. Uh, do you think AOC will be president? No. No. Well, they do. You're coming down the road with her growing popularity. I can see it happening. I mean, what do you do She'll there? She'll bury though? herself with the hottest president What do you ever. do there? You make Camilla the VP for AOC or you just get rid of Camilla? No, no. no he's together. saying down the road, like eight, like eight 12 years, years, 12 years. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. We She's need to see it happen powers. right now. 
Like, who's going to take on Trump in the next election? It can't be fucking uh, Biden. By, nobody. By the nobody. way, her showing up at the Met Gala in that dress is like the Seinfeld episode where Elaine gets the box seat and shows up with the Orioles hat. Like, you're never getting... I don't even know what this dress is. Uh, she wore a white dress that said tax the rich. But the at Met, a $30,000 really? seat Met Gala. But, yeah, really. But the Met Gala is so fucking she, she, she. I, I understand. I bet people were like, oh, fantastic. I bet she, some were. I'm fashion. just saying, if I'm the guy that's like AOC, I have a ticket for the Met Gala. Come dress to the nines. And oh, she, she shows up in that. I would be like, you fucking bitch. Well, then she 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 would, did the right thing then. They talked about a socialism doesn't work but i think what we also know is that america doesn't help socialism work in other countries okay but the first is sanction a country and like the 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 reason why north korea is horrible is because of sanctions maybe it'd be better if the states were like all forgiven uh trade uh venezuela i'm very confused though because the democratic socialist countries all rank top in education, happiness, uh, like Finland, Norway, well, these guys were talking the Netherlands. About, these guys were talking about how socialism never works. So they just uh, I know, but, all those But examples. it's weird because Joe acts like those countries don't exist. Denmark is a democratic socialist country. The problem is, is it? I don't know. It is, yeah. Gavin the McKinnis will tell you all those countries are all majority white as well. He'll make that correlation, but I don't okay, think... Okay, well, I mean, I don't think correlation equals causation, but... That might be a point. I don't know. Do you think he has some weird questions? Um, an ideal president mm-hmm. should have money first. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, if you're a go getter and you get into the corruption, then you're going out for money. But if money doesn't matter, does that make you a better president? I believe that's what his question was sort of. No, I don't buy that. You think there's an honest someone, some honest Ed out there who just well, just think about it like this: slugs it out. If you're dirt poor and you don't know how all the elbow greasing works, then you actually have a better chance of not being... I get we. Listen, I understand. Hold on. I understand the counterpoint of like, you're dirt poor. The first thing you try to do is get rich off your position, but I don't necessarily know if it would go that way. But I, it just feels like AOC is the perfect example of that, and she's starting to get co-opted into, oh, this is how it works. I, I get it. I mean, I look at AOC as a fame whore. Cloud chaser. Yeah, like I look at her as someone who wants to be in the public eye more than she wants to actually make the world a better place. The number one quality of a CIA agent? Uh-huh. Go be looking. a bragger. Oh. oh, no, they want all those qualities, yeah, yeah, I was but gonna, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't big up yeah, your never, Yeah, you never, you never at a, you're never at a dinner party like, hey, that thing in Uganda? That was me. We took him out. Do you think the world's a better place because of the CIA or a worse place because of the CIA? A worse place because of the CIA, 100%. Now, I'm not saying that they don't need some sort of body to do some of the things that the CIA was designed to do, but the CIA as an organization has never been good. More bad than good. All bad. All bad. Except for that song fucking slaps. (laughs) Well, who knows how many more? Well... That would be. I think if you got into a lot of money, that's what you should do. Get into devote your life and find out other CIA hits, and that'd be just a great life's work of yours. I would love that. I would I love would, you to do I it. Would I know. Really I really love that. I, I, if I could really just put all my just time dig your heels in to trying to find out what hit songs the CIA has <laughs> make made. a documentary and get on Joe Rogan eight years after it comes out. But yeah. Joe's a CIA shill, so he would never have you on. 
Who knows? Maybe Mike Baker is yeah, on. Mike there Baker is due for an appearance, by the way, boys. Just by the by. See, and that's the thing. When they talk about when he says all that, does it not immediately make you think like, well, Mike Baker seems like the kind of guy who would tell you. Tell you what? No, we were saying the the number one quality of a CIA agent is not being a braggart. And then he, I think you're implying that Mike Baker's a bit of a braggart. But I think he's a uh, sluggo. No, well, no or, or, or what I'm saying is that he's the ultimate, like, maybe he wrote, maybe he himself wrote fucking Winds of Change. And he just goes on Joe Rogan and plays yeah, this, like, he's playing, ah, Scooter and Libby. He's playing a uh, of dumb, of dumb of fucking, of behind the scenes, he's, like, waterboarding people in his spare he's time. He's like James That's Bond. That's what they want you to James do. Bond. First of all, he has no kids. Those kids are a cover story. It's like Henry Rehnquist. He's a fucking... Whoa. I heard that. That was great. <laughs> a little, chief, little chest bump. CIA chief disguise officer. That shit's scary as Back fuck. Back in George Bush day, put on something so real. This is this is 30 years ago, maybe more, that he thought he yeah. was looking at himself. What the fuck do they have now? I, I think of like The Saint and like um, Hunter Hawk, all these like... I, I would like to know, like, you think it's Hollywood, but it's, again, CIA, maybe they're one of the same. Well, and I wonder how many, like, you know, they're fighting against Saddam Hussein. That's just, like, a, a body double they replaced, and they're just playing out the chess I pieces. I think he didn't have time to get that over there. I think they did get to kill him, but that would have been, that's a great way out if you have money. Just become another person. Permanently. Get fucking plastic surgery and just fuck off. See ya, as like Jeffrey Epstein did. Um, See ya. Joe admitted that if he learns about the aliens, he'd keep it to himself. Yeah, I thought that was a real change fucking of. Chill, he eh? said he said like ten or five years ago he was like, man, if I if they showed me, I'd, they couldn't show me because I'd come out here and tell everyone. Yeah, Simon, what? Someone gives you the keys to the garage. There's, there's something there, but if you open that door, you can never talk about it. Wink. Wink. What do you do? Are you like Joe? Do you, do you, do you, is it fine for you to know that knowledge for yourself and you can go on and live the rest of your life? Sorry, you guys don't know what I know, but at least now I know. Because that was his point. Well, do I have to become like a Julian Assange after that or whatever? No, you just get to find out everything they know about aliens, but you can never tell anyone about it. Or I don't get to know. Well, you no, don't get to know. I hear Joe's rationale there. Like, either way... You guys aren't knowing. You're not in the equation in this thing. You know what I mean? Well, like, technically speaking, you have to you have to then cease talking about aliens ever. Or I just know. continue with like a different narrative than the one you, that I okay, know to sure. be true. Yeah, I guess. So is it, your answer is yes. He I, definitely goes I and looks. Go what do you? Fuck? I go yes. and I tell, and I take the consequences. Be that whistleblower, the one guy. Fuck it, burn it all down. Burn it all down. But do you think anyone would believe you? So would it be worth it? That's very interesting. Well, that's um, why I always, yeah, that's what I always wonder. Well, Bob Lazar did it because he thought his life was in jeopardy. That's what his contention is. He thought they were going to off him, and he thought the safest way to keep himself from being killed was to make himself a name, and, uh, you know, make sure people knew his story. Uh, then they talked about the Millie phone call, calling it treason. Have you, you know about that phone call? The what? Sorry? General Millie. China was concerned that the states might be getting up to attack them because they don't know what Trump's doing, right? Okay. He's president. Millie calls says, don't worry, we got other raps. Don't worry about that guy. It's, it's crazy. And from the right, that's trees, and this guy should be hung by a tree. From the left, Trump was crazy. Someone had to 
call our China and calm them down. What do you think? Like he usurped the power. He's not supposed to do that. You'd, I think you'd rather try to be on their toes than being like, oh, okay. The orange man is nothing to be afraid of. Well, I mean, what's the point? I like. It's weird to me that I find it weird in general that someone who has almost across the board no military experience, unless we go back to like Eisenhower, that they get to call the shots militarily. It seems like, what's the point of having a general? Well, I imagine that like whoever the president is, mm-hmm. they have like, like I'm president. Yeah. I go out there, I say something stupid. Mm-hmm. I have people who swoop in and like, you know, so I go out, I say something dumb about Sweden. Mm-hmm. You know, my foreign minister then goes over and they smooth over what I say. Oh, Sweden, he wasn't serious. He didn't mean to say it. Isn't that pretty much what that guy is doing? But he's not supposed to. But maybe he was supposed to. No, you're, oh, the you're commander in chief is commander in chief. The point is, it's, oh, yeah, the, it's the best example of cognitive dissonance. One side, he's a traitor. The other side, he's a hero. I mean, I'll say this. He's not a hero. I also don't think he should be hung. Because that's... No, no, I, well, no, but treason, that's exactly it. That's the... He's definitely not a hero because he was on the other team. So no matter what, he's a turncoat. You know what I mean? I guess. He's on the military. There is no team on the military. Well, they're on the president's team. Yes, but they're not Republican per se. No, but anything other than that, like Those you're saying, teams. is treason. Let me ask you this, though. If it, if it, Let's just have this Petri dish over here where this guy doesn't jump in and the U.S. ends up in a war with China. That there's that they would obviously still be in, um, is that a good thing? If China actually weaponized a virus and launched it, then yeah, I mean that's where we should be at, sort of thing. But I'm not talking about we're, that. We're going hypotheticals here. I said yes. I said hypothetically. Well, I don't know who, what's going to stop China. Would that save uh, Taiwan and Hong Kong and North Korea? I mean, maybe it, they have to have a war. I don't. I don't know. But I, I don't think Trump. But was we know from we know from COVID that we would China. lose a war to China, right? We know that immediately because like, they'd use chemical weapons. Well, no. Well, first of all, toilet paper was an issue, so I don't see how like they'd cut off all supply chain immediately. So we don't have we don't oh, make anything. No, no, I'm talking about little war with like troops. Yeah, well, still, but like dropping the bomb. I don't, I don't, I don't know if the bomb works, but they just made a huge alliance with like England, United States, and India. Like India's a big, a lot of troops and they're close to China. So there's, there's more people against China than with China. Mm-hmm. I don't know where Russia stands. Yeah, well, that's a problem. <laughs> yeah, well, it is. They anyways, lost 50 million in World War II. They're, they have no problem having a high body count. I, in my heart of hearts, don't think uh, Trump was going to attack China and this guy Millie is a douche. If you look at him, he looks I, like a douche. I hear what Kamar is saying though, like, if he doesn't say anything, maybe it doesn't start a war. Maybe it just keeps China on, on their, their toes, toes and they're not yeah. like so willy nilly about the fucking um, virus factories they're running. My question was simple. Do you think he should be hung for it? No. no. Yeah. So again, what maybe, that's what, uh, like a dishonorable discharge. Mm-hmm. So Kamar, this is all I was saying was I, for me, I don't think it's one. I don't think it's one extreme or the other. I think it's somewhere in the middle. Of course, that's how it really works in life. But I'm just saying, if you go on Fox, yeah, yeah, you should be hung. Yeah, of course. If you go on a CNN, CNN he's a guy. Yeah, book, yeah, yeah. And it's just yeah, we know no news is to be trusted. Let's. But they're both depending on what your interest is. They're both true. They're both like 
If you think Trump's crazy, then he did a good thing. If you think Trump knew what he's doing, he did a bad thing. They're, both things are right at the same time. Um, it's a real paradox. <laughs> there's no reason why Bernie shouldn't be able to implement that plan. Um, well, they have to vote. They have to put it into Congress and then vote. So that's what he he does. I don't think he has to be president though to get that moving. You know what I well, mean? Well, they would have to. The president would want to do it, right? Is Not that, to, but I think is Joe Biden know what he's doing. Anything? Uh, but he doesn't remember want the from Bernie. Remember the singing bill to get it to the floor. I think you need a certain amount of people backing it to begin with, and I think that's where the issue lies. I think though Bernie could st- like the idea is. Uh, taking a fraction of every uh, transaction in this credit, credit default, whatever mumbo-jumbo magical markets they do anyways, they're just fucking with money. He could just make that his life work. It. I don't think he has to be president for that to come to fruition. Yeah, uh, who knows, Kamara. So maybe it's not worth it to him unless I also he think be the boss. There's two big problems. The first is that Congress, by and large, doesn't understand technology, finance. Uh, like when they were asking questions to google like why does my iphone he's like i don't know i don't work for app like they just don't and finance is kind of the same dude i watched the four-hour deposition of robin hood when it happened in like march first of all half of those guys are bought because the questions they were asking were fucking soft, soft yeah, balls yeah, yeah, yeah. like I, i've seen it many times especially the democrats They're uh, the yeah best that, that the republicans whole, do too. it's so crooked it's so crooked well no this is the interesting thing is like you're saying I found on both sides, there was a lot of people that were bought. And then on both sides, there were a lot of people that were pissed off. So it was a very weird disconnect for me because I'm sitting here like, how do you guys represent different parties when half of you can't even agree on? Because they're all bought. Because when it's when money comes into play, not, everybody's on the same team. Well, no, I, I was actually surprised at how many were pushing back, to be fair. but So then uh, Patrick asked Joe, Joe, what do you think the uh, withdrawal of Afghanistan should have been done? Like, what? Who do you have an opinion? Do you like would you have snuck people out and not announced it? I have no fucking idea. Well, exactly. But he asked Joe, like Joe was gonna come on and said, Well, first I'd land bombers to flank the airport. Like it's just a it's a fucking clusterfuck of a mess of them being there. Should have no gone, surprise getting yeah. out was a disaster too. Go back to why they're there in the fucking first place. He lines. wanted he wanted <clears throat> Joe to say, Well, you know, Trump would have done better. What's incredible to yeah, that's definitely wanted. What is incredible to me is that there's still a photo of George Bush on a fucking aircraft carrier with a sign behind him that says "Mission Accomplished." Like, yeah, but wasn't that Iraq? That wasn't well, either even, way. No, yeah, not yeah, even that wasn't Afghanistan. Course, either course, way, course, not even close. Like, it's just it, I, I, it'd be crazy if Joe said, "Well, this is what I would have done." Like, I think he. That's I have no idea. Like, were you asking me? And who, yeah, no, because I hang out, because you know, my bodyguards are ex-Marines, I have the best pullout plan for Afghanistan. Of all the pundits and everything, no one has said what you're... You know what I mean? No one will touch that, because yeah. it, it was never going to be done well. There's a, Sorry, I'm just excited to get to like the fucking juice of this thing. I mean, Most, keep in mind, you also, coming. though, did say in February or March, you were like, Trump wants to get them all out right now, and that should be done. And I'm not certain that would have been... I think it would have been better. And given this all this notice. Listen, who the fuck know. knows what Trump would have done? Know. Like, it's no, all what no. ifs? Fuck that. Man. Exactly. We're not doing it. Well, that. we know what he wanted. Well, he wanted to get he them all out say, right yeah, away. Yeah, Trump but would have better. He wanted to go to. We know, Obama wanted, wanted a lot of things when he came in. Like, it's things sometimes aren't a reality as yeah, to yeah, what yeah. the president wants or if he really even wants it. Maybe what he was saying and then behind the scenes. You know what I mean? Like, he might have stalled it a long time for some fucking reason also. 
man, you are f- 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 fired up today. Well, no, no, I'm, I'm just saying. Like, I love it. Listen, I'm with you, bro. Keep going. Anyway, billionaires, social media, governments, university. Do you, do you rate them in that, that exact same? Oh, fuck. I didn't like him doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> the most interesting he said, though, is universities, it's 12 to 1. Universities are, are very professors. important. Like, for a lot of in, that, in that, yeah. Listen, I, I told you guys I'm a big contender of to change history. It only takes two generations through your education system, and you can rewrite history in any way you want. Losers can become winners. Rapists can become heroes. Fucking <laughs> terrorists can become saviors. That's good. Someone take that clip, please. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get a new jacket this winter. Um, no, I'm, I'm telling you, like, yes. very important. Social media is the most powerful. The most. And it's not going anywhere fast. And we are suckers. We are, we are slaves to the algorithm. We are part of a symbiotic relationship that we don't even know we're a part of. Then, uh, just turn off. Dude, just don't. Somebody use should it. be writing all of these down. Pa- well, it's being recorded. Uh, Patrick listed his most influential people. I was wondering if you guys agree with this list or thought there was someone else he's missing. Who was his intro? I don't remember. Number one was Joe Rogan. What? 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 I didn't even remember him saying Should this. I, most yeah. influential people in the world. People talking voices that are out there. These are the most important. Number one, Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan. I think at the top list, Joe is very important. Couldn't Russell disagree Brand. with that more. Okay. Tulsi. Jordan Peterson. Tucker Carlson. Jake Tapper. And Bill Maher. You would say Graham Hancock. I would just disagree with a lot of people on that list. <laughs> <laughs> who, yeah. who I would put there, I don't know, but I definitely wouldn't put a lot of those people on there. But it, it, take all those people away who's having interesting discussions or making points. Because the, the one good thing about this list is it wasn't one-sided. You know what I mean? This there, podcast wasn't podcast. one-sided? No, his list wasn't oh. all Joe Rogan, Jordan Peterson, Ben Shapiro, and Steve Crowder. Blah. It was pretty one-sided. Well, Tulsi Gabbard's a... So that's one. Democrat, Russell Brand's liberal, um, Jake Tapper's CNN, Bill Maher's... Who knows what the fuck Bill Maher is. (laughs) Douche, yeah. I guess you're right, yeah. Joe has been pumping up Bill Maher so much in the last year. It's crazy. No, but that that show is... If you take it all the way back to, what was it called? Uh... Politi- politically incorrect. incorrect. Yeah, the best is uh, Norm Macdonald talking about being on the show. Is like, you're asking me about fucking politics. I don't know about politics. <laughs> Ask the fucking general across the way. Like, what the fuck do I know? I'm just trying to make jokes. But we take for granted these discussions exist, right? Mm-hmm. And whether you agree with them or not, it's better that they are happening. And you, I've like I ever since I started to listen to Joe Rogan, I've just found discussions not always about comedy or funny stuff or interesting to listen to i thought his list was pretty solid i always think he he may not know about like say a jake paul or a like they may become of the pipe or like a mr beast but these guys are going to become uh influencer billionaires and i mean logan paul has a podcast and 10 years if he matures it may be the biggest voice on the planet you know what i mean i mean i hope i'm not listening to podcasts then. Uh, and also, this was a because I asked to listen to this twice to get him to drop a name. 
because right before this podcast, the night before, he had dinner with Chaz Palmateri. Yeah, from the movie Bronx Tale. A Bronx, a Bronx Tale. Tale, one of my favorite movies ever. And you know what we're doing this week? All right, baby. I love a Bronx Tale. Hey, she doesn't it's open the, the car for you. Yeah, Tyler, it's the movie game. Welcome back, everyone. It's the movie game where Simon and Matt go head-to-head to find out what year a movie came out, how much it costs to make, and how much it made at the box office. This week, we're doing The Bronx Tale, because he briefly mentioned that he had dinner with Chaz Palmateri, who I believe wrote the movie. So you play by Chaz. Tell you fall the way you got the money. And, 600. Uh, would you become a brain surgeon overnight? It's a, it's a, it's a good movie. I think it sort of went under the radar. This of is the, the one with De Niro, movies, right? Yeah. With his De kid. De Niro plays the dad. Starring yeah. Robert yeah. De Niro and Chaz Palmateri. It's, it's a great fucking movie, man. Like, she doesn't open the car door for you. Yeah, that's out. the test. Dude, That's chill. a big thing, the test. It just had some great fucking lines in it, man. Directed by Robert De Niro. Yeah, I think I knew that. Yeah. Did not know that. Tell your father where you got the money. $600 you've been saving? Would you become a brain surgeon overnight? <laughs> <laughs> That's was, the fucking And bad. it's what's her name? Rossi. It's not. We've oh. done this before. Who is it? It's, uh, fuck, what's her name? Oh, it's Charmaine from The Sopranos. I'm pretty sure. Charmaine? Don't yeah. his friends try- Artie Bucco's wife. Oh, really? No, no, no. Don't his friends really? try to no, extract no, some street no. justice and end up burning themselves to death or something at one point? Dude, I saw this movie like 15 or 20 years ago. Have you seen it? So yeah, I'm, listen, the rules. I'm, I'm, I'm there. I have a year. Uh, I don't have a year. Oh, I can't look it up because it'll yeah, you give can't, me yeah, you info, can't but I want to make sure fine. we go back to that. Yeah, we will. We will. Okay. Here, I'll write a note right, right I'm re- beside I'm it I'm ready for the year. Charmaine. It was a play Hold first that came out in, I'm not going to tell you. I don't think it's Charmaine. Dad, I earned that money. That was my money. That's bad money. I don't want you to have that money. Dad, listen to me. People love you just like everybody loves him in the box. It's the same thing. <laughs> People don't love him. They fear him. Dude, that's a great line. Do you think Babe Ruth or who were they talking about? Who is the baseball player they were talking about? Uh, Babe Mc- Ruth, George Mitchell. Do you think he cares about you? Is he going to pay your rent? But it's so true. Like people, you know, they put these... Like Fandom they, is a like crazy Like they thing. care about fucking Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan doesn't know who the fuck you are. He doesn't care who you are. He's not going to help you when you got to fucking rent your scooter at night. He's going to inspire you. I have a year. I'm way off, though, so I'll let you go first because you're probably fucking. I said 1991. Oh, I'm only two years off you. I said 89. Oh, it's 90, isn't it? It's 92. 1993. Oh, wow. I was way off. I was way off. Me too. I just turned 18 years old. I don't even want to play anymore. Follow my first (laughs) pubic hair. If I can't get it, I don't want to (laughs) play. Why? This is the real test. The year is just this like a, a bonus. real movie yeah. game. No, but I'm saying you don't get like. The, yeah, I know. But you the, love the movie. I love the movie. You know it. I know it. This is a real. This is a real movie game. Not me on left field trying to bring in something here, just for the sake of content. So Simon, for the future, then should we do the budget and the box office right off the jump, and then the bonus is the year? Whoa! Interesting. I think we have to finish this year. Maybe, maybe we can talk about it. Yeah, that's very interesting. Wow. Chill? I like that Please. lot. 
It's that. like the tiebreaker. Fuck a budget and a box office for this Could is going to be very James like difficult. Very difficult. Nineteen ninety three, huh? So, wow. Um, Carry the two plus four. I'm way off, but I took a guess, and I'm I'm trying my hardest here. Hey man, that's all you can do, right? You only win this game every week because you don't care. Yeah, this is really tough. This one, this is yeah, really this tough. is a difficult. Okay, one. okay. You're giant penises over there. I you think I got dates. it. I think I got it. Well, I got a giant penis, and it's pointed right at you. Okay, <laughs> I had a budget of eighteen million and a box office of forty-three, and I said twenty-two and oh. sixty-seven. Well, this was a flop at the box office. <laughs> Fuck, I knew $10 it. $10 million to make and only made $17.3 million. My dollars. reasoning on the big uh, budget was that it was a throwback, right? So they had to do a lot of like yeah. old like cars, old yeah, buildings, yeah. old, you know. I think well, only, it's got De Niro in it too. I figured no like CGI. Well, he directed it, so he didn't yeah, even take I, a salary. Guess, yeah. Well, you know, was, you can't guarantee that. It takes place over a Jazz couple days. Like hey, Charmaine. The mom, Charmaine, yeah, takes place right over a couple of days, so there wasn't that much to do. And um, as it was not a box office uh, success, it was uh, critical success with. I suggest critics. that everybody out there go watch a Bronx Tale if you haven't seen it. Should I hook up the Bluetooth and play that scene? Well, that got us taken down. That scene is I, fucking I incredible. Say, Father, we got the money. Okay, hold on. This I is, earned that here money. Milo Brancato Jr., Frank Capra. Doing what? Son of a bitch. Doing what? Tings. Oh, you know, tings. What do you mean, tings? What tings? That's who what it do you was, brains? It was Charmaine? Charmaine Bucco. Yeah, I knew it. Joe Pesci was in it, too? Oh, yeah. Classic the whole thing. Tale, yeah. Underrated. Great and that's movie. the movie game. Yeah. Great Back movie to the show. Game. Great movie game. Come on. Yeah. Wait we really, we really shot the bet. I don't think either of us was anywhere near. No, no, but it was a So yeah, I think, a I think this check. is the point you've been waiting for. Give it to me. Patrick, is that his name? Ben David is 100% sure that Joe is the man to start his own social network. Some the competition. And Joe adamantly was like, you can take that and stick it up your own ass while you suck my dick. But I think Joe was missing what he was saying. I don't think, and I could be wrong. I don't think he was suggesting Joe run the day-to-day operation. I know what he was saying. What he was saying was put your name behind this Move to this platform. Let everybody follow you like the Pied Piper. Follow me. You know that fucking old song? Yeah. That's what Joe should have done when he left YouTube in the first place, when he went to Spotify. He should have made it more of a fuck you, YouTube. I'm leaving you because you fucking suck. Well, that, well we found and out it Nazis was a fucking YouTube. And, or yeah, but whatever. It, it goes to the middle of the night. They're like, Hey, Joe. Yeah, like, uh, I know, but, but it's not a fuck you if it's not a public fuck that you. You ex- can't quietly, ex- like, exactly. It's a fucking and here's the, fuck you. This no, is, he, like, keyed their car in the night. And this is what I'm wondering. Is it all because he didn't want to give up the money that he made from YouTube in the time of the crossover? Well, not once he, he saw, once, not once he saw he those numbers jump happen. up. Once he saw those numbers jump up. No, but, like, he really should have just fucking. And again, look, I, I'm not trying to pick on Joe here. But it would have it wouldn't have cost. It's no extra work for him. It's just let people see. It's it's what I've been saying the whole time. Joe, you need a Jay Z. You need a Joe. Joe Rogan. was the hope. 
Well, he should have done it there. He could still do it. Like he to 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 what you were talking about, Kamar. This guy wasn't suggesting that Joe run the day. Want to be on a board of directors? Just move over. Start posting there, Joe. That's where you're going to post your clips from now on, or or whatever, whatever it is. Because right now they're on. I guess he can't do that because he has a deal with Spotify. Listen, the big, but in three years he could do it. The problem Joe has is that he has overlapping contractual obligations. That means he can't leave Twitter or Instagram. Like I said before, if he wants, to, he should boycott all these things if he really wants to make a point and tell all of his listeners to boycott them. And that will make the biggest impact. But he doesn't do that because, again, he's got to deal with Traeger where he has to mention Traeger every once in a while and post like an elk shot and Traeger grills on his Instagram. You know what I mean? It, you even said like it doesn't look like he posts a lot on Instagram. And it no. seems like it's all. But but Joe, the only deals Joe should be making with any of these um, advertisers or any uh, is stuff for his show. It shouldn't be what he posts on Instagram or anything like that. He could give up all of that. Like he says it's to promote his shows, but Joe doesn't need to promote shows like that anymore. Little guys need to promote shows. I'm with you. And I'm not suggesting that they all just abandon right away. It would be nice if they, you know, if everybody migrated over there, but I get why some people can't do it, but Joe can. Joe has fuck you money. He said it himself. I What's get it. the point of having it if you're not going to use it? Well, you're forgetting though, and I, get, I agree. He's in a position to tell them this is what you get or nothing. But what they all, all, what all these advertisers want from a guy like Joe is not just an ad on the show. They also want the social media bump. They want the fuck. They want it all, and they usually have those deals. And yeah, again, well, they won't be able to get that, and they'll still advertise on his show. You're also forgetting though that Joe is human, and they're like, "Well, listen, we'll give you an extra five million if you push it on Instagram and Twitter." And Joe's human, and he's like, "I thought one of the interesting." I, I sorry, I get that, Maddie. He's human, but again, like, how much money do you need? He has more money than his family, his friends, everybody. He's opening a comedy store just for fun. Like, how much more money do you need? I agree, but, you know, he seems to want more. I had 50 ads this fucking week. And what this guy was saying, without saying it, because he didn't want to piss off Joe in any way, but he was saying, like, dude, you it will yeah, cost you, sit, you nothing you to do this. You sit here and bitch about this week after week, yet you refuse to put your you, money where your mouth you is. You are that guy yeah. who has to do that. It's, it's, I mean, Joe must think about this. Like he's so no. introspective. No, he has to, man. He's a guy who constantly talks about how he's constantly thinking about himself. This must weigh on him. No. Not doing anything. I, I disagree. He's too busy and whatever he does, he gets too into. So he knows he's got to avoid doing this. And it could be a colossal failure. I think it, the great white hope would be, uh, not that it has to be white, but it, Mr. Beast. He's, he's on the come up still. What I thought was sort of weird is when he described to Joe, because he used an analogy of Barack Obama got all these young black people. They were suits and they spoke articulately. I, I was blown away. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah. So, to me, they were all just street thugs. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. And, but, you know, you need someone to get the ball rolling. That's where I started. I thought, I mean, obviously, because he's not white, he can't be racist, but he sounded a little. It couldn't douchey. be just Joe. It would have to be Joe and a, some other people, but like they could get together. There are, I, no, there are enough people right now who are in descent of YouTube who are big names that would come along immediately. You know what I'm saying? Can I just give you an example um, just quickly? And it's just one. I know it's anecdotal, but I think title is a good example of 
Sometimes you can have all the money and names in the world. Jay-Z didn't work out. This is precisely what I'm saying is you have the biggest names in the world all under the guise of we're trying to get artists more paid. You'd think like you would have thought it would have worked and it was a colossal failure. It's, and it probably it's, cost. It's still going, isn't it? Yeah, but I mean, I'm, I imagine how much money they're dumping into it. I, now, well, keep no, in mind. No, Quibi. Sure. Perfect example. So all I'm saying is there's there's often people that throw big, big, big money into alternatives and they realize quickly that it's a cash fucking cow that, or a, not a cash cow, sorry, the opposite. It's a money pit where you're just throwing like endless resources into it. Eventually you hit a point, I don't know. But this moment has put this to rest now. You got called out for it. It's a, no, I'm not going to, you know what I mean? Yeah, of course. Oh, it's a moot point. You move on from this for now and forever. This farce. As he turns around <laughs> next month and starts something. Um, I, I don't want to do it too fast. Does it keep sense to just keep vaxxing? As you're saying, it might be the case. Well, I will say this. People are acting like there haven't been booster shots in the past. That's, that's well, polio does have a booster shot. You just get like, sure, this but, is not a vaccine. But, the, but hold on. But other, there's shot, other, right? there's other vaccines where you do get a booster. So no, vaccines okay. usually is like you get it and then you build antibodies. This is not that this programs your DNA to recognize something. Okay. Does it make sense to just keep going? Oh yeah, just keep keep the protection going. Or would it have been better if they had actually taken the time? Maybe maybe they're still working on to develop an, what we understand as vaccine. Like you get it and it's done. Well, I hope they're still working on that, and we'll do this in the meantime. And then when they figure out the one that just works forever, we'll take that one and we'll be done. Because that I think the best combination instead of these mandates would have been rapid tests, which we know they just have been neglected. So you can test right now and say, I don't have it. If you have the antibodies, as they, they've said over and over again, if you have antibodies, you're better than anyone vaccinated or you're double vaccine. That's, I think, the compromise we should have instead of just vaccine or your fuck your freedom. So sorry, let, let's let's go over those again. People who have already got it, yeah, that seems like a no-brainer to me. Yeah. yeah, If we're all in agreement and all the doctors are in agreement, that, that gives you... Immunity. How do you prove that, though? You, you have an antibody test. It's $40. Okay. What was the other thing, Kamar? I was going to Rapid say. test. Well, yeah. rapid test they should have anyways, even with vaccines. So you could just go, you could go up to the concert. Well, in case there are tests. variants going on, there should always be. Well, no, but the point know. is, even if you're vaccinated, you could have it. So the test should be mandatory. Okay, but I mean, sure. you can't just Either look. Way. But or the question is, or, or mainstream. I mean, the question though is like this: Are you? If I go to Walmart, are they going to test me? And then I go to the next spot, and they test me as well. Like, well, I think you've got the test. It's good for twenty four hours. Okay. Well, no, but these are the, you know these are the questions that have to be well, asked. You, so I'm, you, you you can you can walk into a Walmart right now, unvaccinated, COVID coming yeah, yeah. ass. I'm yeah. not against any of those things. But and, and you are principally against uh, mandating. Vaccines or, or whatever, vaccine yeah. passports. Yeah. They are sure, like you say, there's no way we'll ever slip into a social credit score system. I don't believe we will, no. I don't know if that's a for sure or not. I have no idea. Well, I, this is one of, I don't want to say conspiracy, but the slippery slope discussion, like you start here, it just keeps going. Yeah. I you mean, don't think that's possible. If we use like a 9 11 as an example, they took a freedom that they should have given back once the threat was gone, but they certainly didn't. They exploited it to the nth degree. The Information Act, right? So you think there's a potential? The that of, no, this, not the Information Act. The terrorist, the 
or what was it? Sorry, I don't know. It was the um, yeah, the Freedom of Information Act. It's no. where they could go in and get your info. No, that's not the, the FOIA. No? Okay. FOIA is for the people. Freedom oh, of Information that's right. Act. Yeah, is that's so they will give you the documents. Precisely. At a yeah. Time. You're talking yeah, yeah. about the uh, what whatever the it was. We all know what I'm talking. about. Yeah, the thing about. that in- implemented the Department of Homeland Security. So they could go in and listen to people's phone calls and read their emails and whatever the fuck they wanted to do. Use Hold on, the though. data. But keep keep in mind that's. What you're talking about is a little, it, it's almost completely different. That's like, that's on the floor, like, they're building a specific, it's just not the same thing in my opinion. It's a, like, when they pass that, that's a law they're passing. That was a, a sweeping, and they had had it on the shelf forever. They put that And out, that was the Republicans, by the way. They put that out because after 9-11, yeah, I'm they aware. were like, listen, we don't know what the fuck is going on. Yeah. We got to get all the information we can. So yeah. just let us have this right for a little while so we can keep everybody safe. Okay, but nothing is a law yet. Is there a law right now in Canada? I'm just, I'm just curious. A law in Involving Canada. vaccines or the passport. Is there any law right now? Oh, I, I don't know. No. Well, no, there no, isn't. There is no law. There's a fine for business if you let someone in who's unvaccinated. But I mean, we have, law. but no again, jail yet. if you run a dirty kitchen, there's a fine for that. So we're not, you know, we're not all against that. That's not wildly overstepping yet. No, I, I, did, I didn't say they had overstepped yet. I was just pointing out that yeah. this has happened before where they take. It just is weird. It will, it will be weird three weeks from now if I'm allowed to to go to a place and some six year ago. Can I see your vaccine uh, passport? Like, what the fuck's going on here? Like, what has happened? I, I know she's just doing her job. I'm not going to have a shit, but it's going to feel weird. Yeah, but let me ask you a question. Like, if you go into a bar and the 19 year old is working behind the bar and they ask for your ID, I'm flattered. Okay, but it's, <laughs> it's pretty much. But I'm just saying is like regardless of whether you're flattered you or not. You just want a drink. It's like no, it's it's it, we 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 know our positions here. I'm not I'm not going to argue with it. What I watched this last 24 hours, I I don't think I don't think they should do this. I think everyone should. Yeah, say I don't no, think they should either. But that's it. I'm not going to like come over and say yeah. I guess it's a good idea to force people to do something or or dangle a carrot to someone to do something. When I watched uh, yesterday a 24-hour concert around the world, like the world is open up now, which much lower vaccination rates than us. So uh, they either have medical healthcare systems or whatever, but they're, they're willing to take the chance to go. Still events where you have to be vaccinated and stuff, but there was like hundreds of thousands of people in areas. And it just looks weird where we're still like in our fourth wave. You know, like people are not in waves anymore there back to normal. And one of the biggest things of this concert was to defeat poverty, good cause, and, and, and fight climate change. But the other thing was they said 3% of Africa has been vaccinated. Yeah, that's an uphill battle, right? You said so many different things there at the same time. I just time. said we, we are still like scared of COVID. The, most of the world is back open. But we're open too. Like, what? How are we not open? I don't get it. Are we? I don't know. Also, yeah, hold on. I'm not, allowed to, Here's my I'm not allowed to go out. Let me ask you this, though. You're not allowed to go out. Yes, you are allowed to go out. I'm not allowed to go to uh, a gym. I'm not allowed to go to a concert. I'm not allowed to go to a movie. I'm not allowed to go. Okay, but I want to ask you this question because you do this often. You keep saying, like, the rest of the world is open. Where are you hearing this that you believe it? With my eyes. I'm just watching, like, Paris, 
Los Angeles. Okay, but you constantly. New York City. But, but I'm saying is they're like, constantly well, talking about Los Angeles having like the craziest restrictions. What I know, are you but they were about? at the Greek Theater was open last night, it was packed full of people. But the Blues Fest is open here. They had a but big you, concert. But you have to be double like, vaccinated. So you don't think like, you had to be vaccinated? Do they have to be vaccinated, the vaccinated there? They do. You do. Yeah. They have a whole fucking passport. And I, and I don't, like, <sighs> I'm confused, man. You're not confused. Yeah. We disagree about something, and we'll never I'm, agree about it. I'm confused as how we hear the same information from Joe Rogan about Los Angeles, and you're pretending like it doesn't happen, and you're seeing something different. In one breath, you say mandating people to go to something is not right, but it's what they're doing. So it's. Lots it's of just, things they do aren't right. Okay, like, then you either believe it or not. But Kamar, no my point, point to you is this. My, okay, fine. Is there though? Is like no. But again, listen. I realize you have the notes, but it just doesn't get. You just don't get to say I don't want to talk about this, and then we just move on. Well, or are we going to get to a point where I go? Oh, you know what? I think mandating vaccines no, is a good I, idea. I, it's no, true. we're not I, trying I, to get. Do you know what I mean? I'd also rather not. I'm not trying to get you to say shit, Kamar. That's the problem. Is you think we're trying to force you? I don't give a shit what your opinion is. Understand your opinion. No, I want you to understand that there are plenty of things that are mandated to yeah. you that you have no, absolutely zero yeah. problem with and you don't think your freedoms are being impinged yeah. upon, right? Okay, fine, sure. Well, no, yes. but, no but, but see, here's the problem, Kamar, is you don't want to have a good faith argument where you I can't- don't, I, I do not want to have an argument at all about this. There's, there's no good faith argument if you disagree. Like, I don't see it the way you guys see it. So it's not an argument that we're just, we'll argue this for the- Rest of time, you you know what I mean. I don't think it's right to tell someone what to do. That's not what we asked you. That's not what he's saying. He's saying you do realize that there are lots of things out there. They tell you this is the way you have to do it, and you just do it. Like you You're, have to get a license to drive a car. A million. To, I can give you a whole list of them, but this one is the one you've decided to stick your heels in the sand on. You no, know lots of people have decided. But to but, but here you me as well. Even then, Kamar. Not only do you. When you get a license, you have to go. You have to pay money. They yeah. take your photo. They put it in a government database that they had. It writes your address on it. It has your height. Again, you ha you don't feel like that is impinging on your freedom. The I'm just trying to get the only way will this will ever be resolved is if ten years from now there are social credit scores, and then you guys say, "Well, we were wrong," but it may be me who's wrong. That's all I can say. I well, again, I'll go back to the fact discuss that discuss this because I know your position. You know my position. Well, yeah, I've just said it before. We've had we've had vaccine passports before. They went away. Yeah, I, in my and life, I don't I'm, know if like you. What is your position? Because in the end, you just got the vaccine. You know what I mean. And so that's why I didn't want to do it. So you could never say that. And now I'm fucked. So. But you. But that's a weird. But that's position not why you too. didn't do it. You did it because you want to do comedy. It has nothing to do with but me. I didn't want to do it because I was being told to do it. That was the sole reason, not because I'm afraid of it or whatever. And I envy people who are holding out. I hope. Those are the only people I can respect. <laughs> I, exactly. Like so people you, are willing to lose their job yeah, over it. So that I can so respect. Kamar, that's no, Kamar, if well, a stupid, but Kamar, enough. if a doctor tells you that your that your heart is going to fail mm -hmm. and that you need to get a heart transplant, I can or, choose not to. Then no one can make me get it. They yeah, of say, course. You, you can't go to Walmart anymore unless you get this heart. Transplant. Yeah, but a doctor's telling you like you have to get a new heart, yeah. and you're just happy that you have the choice. That's what you're yeah. saying. That's weird. Okay, yeah, let's but move fair on. enough. It's, I don't understand how you guys keep going on this. Anyways, um, yeah, so the point was people who say fuck your freedom. It's like, it's crazy that people are saying that and it's like they feel righteous in saying that. You know what I mean? Like Howard Stern or Don Lemon or whatever because that's the argument back. When people are saying out loud, fuck your freedom, it's sort of scary, but it's under the guise of like it's for the best of everyone. Correct? They were out. <laughs> okay. 
No, no, it, it's scary that people are saying that though. Yeah, I mean, it's scary that I can't drive 300 on the highway because it's dangerous for the rest of us. It's actually scary. I, I saw a video the other day, you come can't. on, just hear me out, hear me out. I saw a video the other day from 1986 where Americans were being mandated, seatbelts were mandated. That was the year, 86. And there was Americans screaming about how their freedoms were being taken away. Exactly all the shit I'm hearing today about seatbelts. Now, again, you if you don't want to wear a seatbelt, guess what? You don't have to. I'm vaccinated. So, like, it's a moot point. But I'm watching people still yelling at people on the internet, get vaccinated, you selfish bastards. And they look like assholes to me. They don't look like concerned citizens. Guess what, though? We also have listened to 10 podcasts in the last two years all about how everything on the internet is not what it seems, right? So those those comments could be China, Russia. No, people I know. Okay, well, fair enough. It, it's just, you don't know who... I think it's, you're looking at it, they're looking at it the other way, right? Like why? Absolutely. Like you're the asshole. But why am I an asshole? Why are they assholes? Because they're telling someone what to do. I would never tell someone well, what to do. They're, are they telling you what to do or are they like imploring that you do what's best for everyone? You wouldn't do well in an intervention. That's for goddamn sure. Okay. Like, <laughs> well, guys, no, I'm just... If you guys... I, I personally think you guys are like sort of a minority, you know what I mean? Maybe you're, all your people you hang out with agree with you, but I know other people who like agree with me or disagree with you. No and one's it, right. Everyone <laughs> is just doing what's best for themselves at the end of the day. And okay. we don't have to talk about it I anymore. don't talk about this to anybody but you. Exactly. And this is the only place I talk weeks, about this. I'll never have to talk about it again. Fuck. And you can put it in my face every week if you want. I hope you don't. Trump versus Obama. <laughs> that would be amazing. No? No, that would be terrible. I think it would be a disaster, but it would be great to see. I would say like versus though, but not mediated and not... Trump cannot be running for president, but you don't think they'd be like a legitimate... No. Wait, do you think it's like the meeting of the minds? Is that what you think? Because like Obama is a well-educated, well well-spoken guy. He should guy. run on him. But maybe. But I think Obama has so much to answer for that, like, it's not like he's going in there as a clean. No, listen, every president for the last 50 years should be convicted of war crimes. Okay, probably end of story. Trump raised. If, listen, Obama dropped so many fucking drone strikes, Trump doubled them, just like Obama doubled them from Bush. These guys have all. Ki- the amount of blood on their hands is staggering, all of them. And we're no better. I'm Are not there saying- any two minds you think like this with this guy it was sort of like verses yeah i know what he was in, talking in his yeah. idea i think i would like to see trump like especially because if he were to be like you still don't think i was born in america or, or like call but, each but, other out for this shit you, but, but let me if he's not running for president neither have anything to gain or lose but come on i mean we've seen trump debate he doesn't actually debate none of the points come up he calls people liars and then he calls them names no it's definitely it wouldn't be a debate it'd be more like a discussion like you you really fucking like after the fact. Of course, it won't be a debate. So then, okay. I mean, again, we're, you're never going to get me to come to your side here. I don't think it's a a good idea. Are there any minds you would like to see? Like, uh, I think we see them often. No, no. The on, debate is bullshit, right? Like the, the debate you see on TV. No, no, I, I'm talking about on YouTube. There's a lot of open forum, well, like, long no, conversations. Jordan people. Peterson and um, yeah, Sam Harris. But who's like, a, there's two guys with totally different. We saw how horrible that was. Yeah, but I'm just saying well, those happen one. all the time. Is my point. You're just saying you want presidents to do it. Is what you're saying. Well, I, I but he suggested it, 
and I thought it was a good idea. I don't want anything. And I'm just saying, I think that'd be cool. I don't think the moderator would be right because that's what happens in the debates. I just think that like it would have been better if um, Obama had only had one term. If he had only done his first term and then they had had that debate. But because the second one is just him like going against all his, like that's all Trump's going to focus on. You know what I mean? Well, that, that's what I'm saying. As long as Trump is still alive, it, it doesn't work because he's got interests. He'd probably want to own them. How do you had two terms? And then they were just like kicking back. Both dumb. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he raised like seven, eight million dollars for them to do it, which they could have donated to charity. So it'd be a, a good thing. I mean, I think the better question is if Obama... Like, he he ran on the campaign of being the best for whistleblowers and then is the worst for whistleblowers. Yeah. And all of this ha happens on his watch. Yeah. And everybody still just talks good about Obama. He was a fucking terrible president. Like, Joe He's should never say seen, a goddamn good word about him because that is a travesty. I mean, in Joe's defense, all he really seen, says, though. all Joe really says is he was a really eloquent speaker and he was the kind of guy that you wanted representing your country yeah. as far as a front. He I murdered think. more fucking um, foreign Innocent people, people yeah. than anybody else. And he, um, he lied. Straight up fucking lied. And not about his birthplace. Well, they, they all lie. Yeah. They I was just going to say, yeah. That's even Tucker Carlson, they all lie. Yeah, this one is especially heinous to me because... Hold on, Kamar. A president like... Sorry. A president like Obama um, should be building those people up, not tearing them down, you know? But Kamar. We always said the... Sorry. For the record, I'm not surprised. I realize Tucker Carlson lies. I was surprised as shit that he came out openly what, and I, said it. I, he was the only one honest about lying. But the the wow. way the way you showed it, it was like the graphics. If you watch the actual interview, it doesn't seem like you know what I mean. But I watched the interview and I still found it. I just that was the best clip where it wasn't like some asshole talking over it. You can't say that. If you're gonna say that, then just fucking retire from your job because no, he was saying I lie in life, not like I lie on the show. He said, ah. I try not to lie on TV. He goes, everyone lies. Like I lie. I don't want to lie. No, no, no. I what he said try was try not to lie on TV. I think you should watch it. That's the only way. But if you watch, <laughs> if you watch your clip, it's like the um, eye rolling and graphics and stuff. Sort of. I only watched ten seconds of that clip because I just couldn't but, find a full clip of it. But it just sways you. If you look at the conversation, it doesn't seem as I watched, it Seems almost honorable that he comes out and says that. I mean, again, it's funny because that's just two differences of opinion. I was again flabbergasted that I. Because I, what I heard him say, and I watched the whole thing, was, yeah, I mean, I lie on TV. I got to lie on TV. I lie in life. I don't like lying. But he didn't make it seem like, oh, I tell my grandmother thanks for the socks when I'm not happy about the socks. That's what I thought. But you got to watch it to make your own opinion. I felt more like he was like, listen, sometimes you got to fucking lie occasionally to get the right point across. And it doesn't feel great, but you're lying for the greater good. I thought good. that was more stand-up than people who just lie and tell, either tell the truth. And it's got... Um, it was, yeah, platforming people. The fear is that they don't want people to go on Joe because they, they might look reasonable. You know what I mean? Like, um, 
humanize Milo or Gavin or whatever. Like that's that's the reason why people get mad about shows that have people on. That's the biggest fear. Well, I mean, the pro- it, it's rightfully so. He had War Machine on, and I bet he seemed like a great guy. And but what what harm does that do? I'm not saying you're missing my point. I'm not saying it. I'm not saying it does harm. What I'm saying though is it can paint a charlatan in a brighter light than they maybe should be painted because Joe is sitting there going, yeah, you know what? You actually are making some really good points. And there are people out there that are really stupid that are like, well, Joe Rogan makes a lot of good points. And this guy said he's, you know, that's all I'm saying. You're a reasonable person who's an adult who can decipher for yourself and get your own. Not all the time though. I mean, come on. You know what? But do you think it's dangerous platforming people? I mean, I I can't even think of any, I think everyone's canceled them. Maybe Alex Jones is, he was on Last, Tim Pool this week. Uh, yeah, it was it was it was all right, oh, but they kept fucking wild. teasing it. He was fucking with wild. the payroll, which is very interesting. But my point being is, people would go crazy with Jordan Peterson, or I remember I didn't even understand what's happening. Ann Coulter was supposed to talk at Ottawa U like yeah. eight years ago, yeah, and people lost their mind. But I just don't. I think the fear is more irrational than the damage platforming someone could do. Listen, I have I've said it before. I don't think anyone should be deplatformed. I don't think anyone should be fucking silenced. I agree. Fight bad <laughs> speech with good speech. I just nothing we're doing is working anyway, so I don't think it matters. Well, they're trying. Um, I thought it was interesting when he asked about Carlos Mencia, and Joe said, "I wish him well." Joe said that a bunch of times, but I, I thought that was more like Trump and Ghislaine. <laughs> like he hope he dies. Yeah. Hope you'd rot in fucking very, hell. You, you, do you know what I mean? Mate, I think it was wondered, a different kind of wish. I know what well. you think, but I'm just saying, I'm drawing an analogy. Um, where I the fuck good. is just Lane? Just side note. Oh, we spoke about this last week. We're, we're waiting. Like it is crazy how things... Like, you know how people else? say, oh, new cycle. Okay, it came in and out of the new cycle. Like human beings, uh, and I'm guilty of this. I'm not singling myself out. We're pathetic. Oh, dude! All you gotta do is Pathetic. all you gotta do is disappear a white girl for a few weeks, and people will forget about what Palestine, huh? Well, dead, yeah. dead indigenous people. What are we talking about? I tried. I tried. I'm, I'm glad you guys didn't care about that story last week. Um, what that's story? That's that um, TikToker that went to pet it. Petito. She was Petito. a TikToker. It was your boyfriend. We're trying to. Do, anyways, we talked about it last week. Yeah, yeah, we talked about it last um, week. Learn to give credit to your enemies, which I think is always like you know when you watch the fights. And anyone with any sort of class would like... I'm not your enemy. He, he said it. No, I know. I'm just reinforcing that fact. I am not your enemy. Okay. okay. I never said you were. All right. Um, whenever teams win, they always, they always give like, oh, they fought hard. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's a good thing to have than to, like, I guess... <laughs> My favorite part of the UFC is the sportsmanship. When it exists. So when Michael Smith two weeks ago or whatever, like beat him up and then it, 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 it looks wrong. You know what I mean? I just love when two guys who were talking shit, like vicious shit for a month leading up to it, then they have a five round fucking barn burner. And then at the end it's like hug. I don't know. I just right? I like that. Yeah. Give credit to your enemy. It's just jealousy. It's what I hate the most about myself. Like that's my number one fucking thing. I hate about me. Yep. I feel give that. Credit I feel and that. that's enemies. all it is. You can't give credit to your enemies if you're jealous of them because then you just want to bring them down. So um, then... Uh, 
We got to move on too. We got to finish this bad boy. Yeah, I'm just trying to. Joe goes, anything you're interested in, I want to talk to you about. Unless it's playing cards or NFTs. Because <laughs> he tried to talk about it. I was like, ah, I really don't care about cards. Yeah. So, but but I, I'm super. He was explaining how invested in stuff. That he was into it. And Joe's like, I, I don't have time for that. And then five minutes later, he goes, hey, I just want anything you're interested in, I'm interested in. And um, let me point this out too. Joe could probably fire up this fucking social media platform by selling like 15 NFTs of his old art. No, he told him, he told him five times, you yeah. could have $10 million in a I month know. of the NFTs. He just, look at Jamie, he sold a fucking tweet NFT for like but it's thousands like, of dollars. When you're describing that the baseball card, because it's certified that this company, you got to go 12, like it's, it's explaining the beauty of the NFT. Joe, right? Yeah, yeah he, did, he didn't the understand. Proof, but they own it, like... I can just print it up off my computer. We do know on the day you make the NFT, if the gas fees are crazy, you could cost you ten thousand dollars to make your NFT, or cost you four hundred dollars to make your NFT. That's a crapshoot. Then if you have no one to, well, it's not a crapshoot though. You just you can always check the gas fee, right? So you can just wait. If I had something to NFT, I would take it. I would spend five hundred dollars to make. Like of I, course, I get it's it. It's a no brainer. It's, it's worth it, and it sets the value immediately. So you don't go out in the world like. How much is my NFT? It's at least worth this. And then if someone else wants to pay for it, you're off to the races. I'm not a smart man. I get it. I just don't see how Joe doesn't understand he it. He just doesn't want to understand it. There are some times where Joe just gets like a obtusive, I think is the word. Obtuse? Sure. But generally, if someone's interested in something, he goes at, at two hours and 43 minutes, you Joe asks Well, him, you can't be obtusive? Maybe. I think you can be up to. Okay, sorry. Two Listen, hours, I'm not a fucking English major. I'm a high school dropout. Two hours and 43 minutes. Yeah. Joe asks him, so, so what do you do? <laughs> <laughs> I never got an answer to that question. Yeah. <laughs> he asked about the podcast and stuff. It, it, it was a really um, heartwarming moment. And then I think I heard Joe say he felt the turning point for the podcast was Graham Hancock. Yeah, not Sam Harris. You always yeah. say it's Sam Harris. Like, when did it... He was just... We were just talking shit with the buddies and all of a sudden... And he says, Grandma... That's when it changed for Joe. Yeah, I think as far... We, we what I mean is as far as guests. for the rest of the world, it was Sam Harris. That's what opened up the rest of the guests. Getting Hancock on didn't get him um, Elon Musk. You know what I mean? I agree. Yeah, I, I, I agree with both of you. I think... When he had Hancock on, for him, it was a, an eyes-open moment. Exactly. Like, this is the direction I should be going, is interviewing, like, maybe people more outside of my realm and things Who that I'm interested me. in. Yeah. yeah, and then what I meant was, like, Sam Harris opened up all the doors. Because once he had Sam Harris on, Sam Harris went to other people in that intellectual dark web and was like, you can go on and talk to this guy. He's not, it's not what you think. It's not the Fear Factor host. You know what I mean? Does it's that... how he ended up with, uh, what's his name there, his biggest fan. Um, well, the Weinsteins, I'm pretty sure, yeah, ended up there the through Sam Harris. But also even... Um, Lex. Lex, exactly. Like a guy like Lex. You well, know? for my purposes, it's now Graham Hancock. Is Fair enough. Because I heard it now in two years. And Tom Papa was one of the episodes that was yeah, getting so taken weird. down. So weird. Random. I wonder what they said. I think it was Big Bread. Big bread. He was, he was talking about making. Yeah, you should all bread. make your. Yeah, like, that was the this. final straw for Joe. It wasn't a freedom of speech thing. Is they kept fucking with Tom Pop. Yeah, you're fucking with my boy Pops. And then my last thing was, I I thought he said he just ghosted YouTube. He pulled a Barry Sanders. <laughs> you where, know Barry Sanders where retired. He said I'm just leaving, and you don't no, have a chance. He didn't say to, anything. 
the coach called him and goes, uh, Barry, uh, we're a week into training camp. He goes like, yeah, I'm a good coach. Barry, Barry what do you mean? He's like, oh, I'm done. No fucking announcement. But was he playing somewhere else? No. No, Barry just, only played for Detroit, only. No press conference, no, I'm out of here. Just like. No, he played for San Francisco. Barry Sanders? Oh, Barry Bonds, I thought we were talking about. Barry Bonds is an asshole. Barry Sanders is a fucking champion. Yeah. Well, Barry who Sanders retired? is a legend. Well, they're both retired. No, I know, but who were you telling a story Barry about? Barry Sanders. Barry Sanders, not Barry Bonds. Not Barry Bonds, yeah. So Joe, he wasn't with you there at all. Joe, <laughs> no. we don't notice any uh, posts on YouTube. Is everything all right? Because he announced, they found out when he announced Spotify. I, I thought that was a fuck you. you maybe you, you want him to be a little more. I don't want him to be. He can be whatever the fuck he wants. I, I think he's playing the game. Is you just he's he 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 is he was more frustrated with YouTube than he ever let on and will ever let on. I'll put it to you this way: If Joe Rogan wanted to make a point, he could have made a point. You're saying he did by leaving. All I'm saying is this, Dave Portnoy lost an employee, a low-level employee, to the Statue of Liberty. He has written letters. He has gone on an all-out assault on the Statue of Liberty, or sorry, the, the Empire State Building. Now, all of it's a joke for content, but my point is, is Joe could have even just written a strongly worded letter I, I, to I, all of his listeners. I think I'm leaving YouTube, and I, I believe you guys should leave as I well. I think it may be a lesson of that you don't do that. You don't. Burn a bridge or something. Well, maybe. maybe. Listen, that's why I'm broke. That That's right. When you want to keep making money in the future, sometimes you have to not burn bridges. But in Joe's case, where he doesn't need any more money, and he's able to help humanity, who is clearly about to be taken over by fucking AI cyborgs, and fucking Joe is Neo, and has a chance to battle against the Matrix. Did you just say Joe is Neo? What is happening here? Oh my God. Like, come on. That's the comparison. It's like Neo saying, yeah, no. Nah. No, I'm not into it. I don't want it. No, no, I want. Give me the steak. Give me the steak. Joe, I love you. Dude, you owe me nothing. Rate it, boys. This week. Oh, I give this one a two. That two and a half, whatever. I mean, I'll give this guy a five for what he was trying to do. Oh, I thought you. But the, the three episode, hour dick sucked. But the episode got a one and a half. Okay. Two and a half. And had he. We found out about Mr. David Patrick Bet. Patrick Bet David. Whatever his name is. David Patrick Bet. We learned about him. I, I think it could have been much higher because he was speaking my language. Listen. He, he, was, he was going for some home runs. Listen, I like the guy. I, I listened to his podcast. I wish he had gotten into his. I think Joe would have really appreciated his story of I like think, hard work. And I think so too. Either way, I can't believe how awry this podcast went. Well, it was it was, it was his podcast. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of comments are really hyped on it, but they said you sh- this is like he was on your show. Yes, yeah, it that's was exactly yes, it what was, it felt yeah. like that he was just on without the other two guys. Yeah. All right, well, that was an episode of our show. Thank you so much if you made it this far. Wow, give yourself a nice pat on the back. Uh, we of course want to thank Bet DSI, our sponsor for this episode. If you go to Bet DSI. Is it .com or .eu? I know in Canada it redirects you to .eu, but I think in the states it's betdsi.com. Use the promo code Joe100, and uh, you're going to get a 100% uh, sign-up bonus. So they'll match your deposit. If you deposit with Bitcoin, you can get two deposit bonuses. There you go. So if you deposit one Bitcoin, you get two Bitcoins? No, if you deposit, first of all, if you deposit one Bitcoin, you're fucking baller. Send it out to me first, and Uh, I'll send it back to you in a week. Yeah, so thank you to them. Shout out to BetDSI. Uh, we have an Instagram and a Twitter. It's at J-R-E-E podcast. You can follow Kamar on Instagram. At Kamar Babar. You can follow me on Instagram at Floydy, F-L-O-I-D with five E's. 
Um, there is a YouTube. If you want to watch the show, you can see our ugly mugs. It's youtube.com slash J-R-E-E podcast. And uh, the Reddit. You can go to r slash J-R-E-E podcast if you want to join in the conversation. Feel free to do so. You don't have to. No pressure. And then, of course, the Patreon, where you can support the show for as little as $5 a month. Go to patreon.com slash J-R-E-E podcast. And uh, for that $5, you'll get the post, Joe. It's the show after the show where we shoot the shit. And you will also get the backlog of old episodes of This One Age. Well, the show where we went back, we listen to old episodes, and we do what we do here. No longer mandated. There you go. The mandate's off, folks. Um, that's it. That's an episode. Thank you so much for listening. Does anyone have anything to say in closing? What an episode. We, a lot of minds were changed today, let me tell you. A lot of progress made. That being said... Fucking lions. <laughs> that being said, thank you so much. We hope you have a great week. Enjoy your weekend, and as usual... Keep your eyes open.